Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons... Well, I mean, another... <laughs> oh, I screwed it up already. <laughs> <laughs> another arc of Dungeons & Pop, and we have some very special guests with us, as you might have noticed some new places. And we are playing an arc of fictional heroism with a guest keeper. You heard that right. Guest keeper. I'm not running this, and neither is Brian... And Nazar is Lizard. We're not sure what that's going to happen. We're not going to show what, we'll show what happened to Lizard. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> no joke. Come back again. I'm going to come back and run a game again. <laughs> and uh, hey guys, how about you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Cap. You might know me from Shrimp and Crits, and I am going to be your keeper this evening. Woohoo! Hola, bienvenidos. It is I, Nick. I am here as well. And I, uh, yeah. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. I'm that, I'm that lovable endorsement, walking chaotic stupidity. I'm your lovable squid man. I'm B. I'm Brian. How's it going? And I love you guys. How, what's up? <laughs> and hey, guys, it's me, Cass, from Rural Players and like freaking everything else that I'm in, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to that later. Probably know me mostly from role players. Um, and hello again. Hi, guys. Hello, Cass. <laughs> Hi, Cass. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No! Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not again. I don't know what's going on. Do it. I don't know what's going on. I have to watch the table read. Do it. <laughs> All right. And I think I will step down and, Jappy, you have the floor. Oh, thank you. Get the seat warm for me. Okay, I'm going to get it started here. Is everyone ready? Does everyone have their water and pencils and dice? Um, I have a beverage. It, uh, it's there's water in it. Filled with ca- It's filled with caffeine and sugar and called Coca Cola. But yeah, there's water in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I have water. <laughs> oh, did we need physical dice? No, you don't. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay, just making sure. All right. But yes, I have my dice. <laughs> Perfect. Inside of the cargo bay of a fast-moving high-tech Osprey, the four of you sit, strapped in and ready for your next mission. A woman steps in from beyond the sealed-off cockpit doors. Her demeanor is militant and stern, exuding an air of command around her. Her uniform, adorned in ribbons and accolades, is somewhere between that of an officer and a librarian. Well, congratulations. Seems like y'all are the narrative's B-plot. Three days ago, we lost communications with one of our best cataloger teams. What should have been a routine search and retrieve mission has likely changed hands. That is why you are here. Transfers from other less paperwork oriented divisions of the library. Right now, we're a few clicks out and rapidly approaching Point Nemo, 
also known as the International Satellite Graveyard. A month ago, there was a scheduled decommissioning of one of our satellites, the Atlas. It was evacuated beforehand, of course. And not too long afterwards, we started receiving a distress signal from that satellite. Yes, the evacuated satellite. The exact one that is now deep beneath the ocean. 1,600 miles from the nearest landmass. What we need y'all to do is get down there, see what's going on, turn off that beacon, and bring our catalogers back up. Any questions? Cap, you're welcome back to GM whenever you want after that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm giving you, I'm telling you right there. I'm telling you right now. She kind of looks at the the four of you strapped into this. Does everyone know what an osprey is? It's like, um, actually, yes, I do. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Oh, okay. A bird. Kind of like one of the halo <laughs> uh, landing ships. Yes, yeah, one of the landing drop ships. Yeah, vertical takeoff landing. So Hachiko, so it Hachiko is a very, very, very large dog. Mm-hmm. When he's not in his werewolf form, he's he's what you would assume for like a dire wolf, <laughs> and for size, he just raises his head because he's been sleeping this entire trip. Looks up and goes, "Any hostiles?" I should hope not. It's just a pile of junk down there, but. Something made our catalogers not come back up, so I'd be prepared for anything. Do I have Do I have permission to to take down with lethal force if we encounter any issues? Well, not our catalogers, no. But anything else we find down there, sure. Not them. I mean, I'm no, not the catalogers. But Hachiko, Hachiko just nods and goes back to sleep. I'm going to ask, uh, Leonidas is just going to say, uh, how many, uh, I can't remember. Did you say how many catalogers there were? It was a small group, just three. Just three? Okay. So we'll know who the three are and uh, anything else is, uh, uh, what, like hostile, uh, friendly, like, do we know? Like I said, they're uh, in Point Nemo. There ain't even fish. It's just crabs. There shouldn't be anything down there to deal with. They must have just gotten stuck or something. Maybe the reception's not so good down there. But the beacon's still on, and uh, it's a little disconcerting. The catalogers are Cataloger Mark, Cataloger Octavo, and Cataloger Leaf. Spell Octavo for me. Is it just like? They all got name tags and, uh, you know, the usual library getup. So you should be able to find them easily. And there shouldn't be anyone else down there. So any people you find are likely ours. Hmm. Wonderful. Any questions we should we should ask? I I think you guys see a, a man with an old fashioned uh, purple bowler hat. A Hawaiian shirt over ancient body armor. I feel like he has a marker out, and he's just writing this on his hand. Off, and he goes, "How? How are? Um, pardon me, ma'am. How are we going to get down there?" I do hope that's permanent marker, because that's a uh, that's going to come right off when you hit the water. And as she's saying this, <laughs> the osprey 
comes to this smooth halt, you all feel just the momentum stop, and the cargo hatch begins to open slowly, revealing the sapphire blue ocean in just every direction you can see. And you can see now that you are all hovering high above the water. She walks over to the wall and pulls this large rectangular water-sealed pack off and throws it out of the hatch into the water. Now, that is your return vessel. Once you've completed your mission, you release that raft and it will signal us and we'll make our way back to retrieve you. Now, get the hell off my plane. It's starting to smell like wet dog in here. (laughs) Now, I I want you all to... Firstly, if anyone has any um, beginning of mystery roles, let's get that out of the way. And then I want you to introduce your characters and tell me how you dive out of this osprey. (laughs) (laughs) I will also say that your weapons are waterproof. You don't need to worry about that. They're not going to be damaged by any extended time underwater, and they'll function properly when you're in air. But mundane guns won't function underwater. And I'll also say that you have goggles, a compact oxygen tank, glow sticks, or whatever else you need for a search and rescue mission. You mean I have to get my hair wet? <laughs> it comes with the job, darling. Oh, God, I just got this done. Fine. She like reaches down to her wrist and pulls out a hairband and hands it to you. Fine. She Juniper is my character. Hi. Hello. Um Juniper uh, Wow. Jupiter Labyrinth. Hello. And uh she is like a time traveler, so we you, you don't really sh- you're not really sure which time she's actually from, but you can tell she's um a little hoity toity and uh she's dressed very well. She's got um like Kind of like uh, the Mina Harker outfit from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's kind of what she looks like in her outfit. But instead of with the hat, she has um, like shoulder length black hair with like little blonde spirals in the front on each side. And uh, she'll just get all the stuff that she had in front of her and just puts it on and then like does like the little um like the when you do the long jump the little hop skip and a jump Mm -hmm. and she does it with like um like ballerina toes and then she does like a little swan dive in wonderful who's next I guess whomever has to roll um beginning of mystery ones do that, and you will jump in last. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I got one, so I don't know if anyone else does. I don't. Nope. And you are. Nope. Yeah. I can do right now, you are rolling your standing with the sect move, correct? Yep. So go ahead and roll plus charm for me. Oh boy, that's a five. Wonderful. So on a miss, they ask you to do something bad. So I will ask you to. Um, Jump in last. Describe your character and jump in last. So, uh, Brian, why don't you go ahead and dive in? Mm-hmm. Tell me how you're doing it and describe your character. Well, Hachiko gets up, shakes his massive form. Hachiko is a Japanese Akita mixed breed. He is mixed with a Tibetan Mastiff. 
But because of his curse, because he is now a werewolf, he, when he is not turned, he is about the size of a dire wolf. He's a uh, his coat is a mixture of brown, dark brown. But as he's getting ready to jump off the osprey, he starts to grow larger and larger into his his lycanthrope form, which is about six foot five. Wow. He just turns back and goes, I marked my territory in the corner over there and flips off <laughs> flips off the pilot and does and just does a a backflip <laughs> dot, dot into a dive. <laughs> She, she does that thing where she puts her head down and puts her fingers on either side of her nose and just kind of lifts up her glasses a little bit, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. She just makes this motion as you dive out. Uh, you are playing the monstrous, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am. Clearly. <laughs> uh, Nick, why don't you describe your character and jump out of here? All right. So Leonidas is a approximately six foot like one six foot two hulking scarred mess of a man um he has very short cropped hair that's salt and pepper already although age is kind of indeterminate for him he has uh steely blue eyes and uh he wears all western like leather western wear that's great for the water. Love it. Oh yeah, you know leather. Leather kind of lets the water slip right <laughs> off. You know, it's real good for 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 water diving. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's gonna he's just gonna be like, well, I guess that's my cue, and he's just gonna cannonball off the offspring and in, into the water. Cannonball, I love it. Ten out of ten. Because <laughs> he has no common. Again, he has no common sense. He's just. Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> okay. And Sean, before before Laszlo is able to jump, Paige, she kind of stops you and grabs your arm. And she has this serious face on, like she's been a little jovial with everybody, kind of smirking when they make jokes, but her face completely changes here. Listen. Laszlo, whatever you find down there, this this satellite was one of the library's secrets. Off the books. If anything's in there, if anything's trying to get out, I need you to put it down. And I don't need no witnesses either. If any of our catalog team got infected or saw something they shouldn't have seen, they can't make it back up. As far as the library is concerned, we've already written off this team. You just turn off that beacon and you come back up, okay? If they've seen anything, if managed to get, if they get, if, if they haven't, then I, I, all right, just, to make sure I'm clear on this, uh, use your best judgment, hon. All right. And she pats you on the back. All right, I can do that. So go ahead and uh, you did a little bit, but describe Laszlo. Tell me what playbook you're playing, and tell me how you dive out of this osprey. <laughs> I am playing Lazaro Richards. Yet again, we've drawn another character from the tales of these old into another world. <laughs> 
and I am playing the initiate. Is Lazlo when he came here, he lost his girlfriend, and the library has kind of convinced them that if he works with them, he has a chance of finding her again, wherever she ended up in this modern world, this fancy, fancy technology, and these nice-looking shirts that um, his mentor and I'll throw, I'll throw this out to you, Cap. I kind of feel like because Lasso has such a shitty father that his mentor, he's kind of like he's kind of like a he's like a father figure to him at this point. Just why he's kind of why Lasso's like not going like fuck no right now. Okay, sure. <laughs> I say fuck it no. <laughs> and and he's uh where like I said he. Okay. <laughs> He's wearing modern. He's wearing modern jeans. He likes modern jeans, and then he's got this. Who doesn't? <laughs> and he has like. I feel like he has like an ancient armor chest plate, and then he has the 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 Hawaiian the Hawaiian shirt over it. Wait, he's wearing skinny jeans. Hmm. <laughs> Hachiko, Hachiko resists the urge to make fun of those skinny jeans. <laughs> so as you all. How are you? How are you jumping out of here, Laszlo? I I, I think he he literally just backs up and then he kind of does like a salute um, wave with you like that salute slash Sia thing with one finger and he just drops backwards off of the. Sure, sure. So as as you're dropping back, you see this cargo hatch start to close, and you see her also uh, give this kind of casual salute to you as. Her face gets covered by the cargo bay door. And I need all of you, as you dive out of the ship, just roll me some act under pressures. Oh, this is oh, this is bad. I have a negative one. Everything's fine. Eight. Act under pressure. Oh no, I got a six. All right. <laughs> I got a four. <clears throat> And I switched to the airy dice from the for the Ray Ray dice. See, Leonidas got a ten here. So who had our lowest? Someone failed, correct? Laszlo did. Laszlo, you failed. Yeah. Wonderful. And you're the last one in. That's perfect. So you hear these three splashes as you're about to hit the water. It's a bit of a drop. Nothing like skydiving worthy or anything. But you're you're above the water, and as you're falling, you. You look around. I want to describe Point Nemo a little bit more because it is a real place in this world that we live in in real life. It is the furthest distance from any landmass in the ocean, and it has been designated by all the nations that this is where you can dump your satellites. So this real place in the real world is full of decrepit, unused satellites, and there is no life. Like, nutrients do not flow here to this water, so the best you'll get is some crabs at the bottom, but other than that, there are not, like, fish, there's no reefs, there is nothing like that around here. And the three of you who succeeded your rolls, you land well. You hit the water, you dive in, it's dark when you hit the water, but you you get back up to the top, and you all see Laszlo coming in last, like a torpedo, hits the water, it goes down, and you kind of hit it crooked. And as you find yourself underwater not knowing which way is up looking all around there's bubbles surrounding you kind of obscuring your vision and you swear you see a person 
underwater, there's... <clears throat> it's Your face is surrounded by these bubbles, and it's dark, but it almost looks like... A humanoid in what would be like a diaphanous skirt. Like, there is this... It doesn't look like a mermaid, nothing like that. It looks like somebody still in the water facing you with almost a net or a skirt around their waist flowing in the water gently, not leaving too far from their body. And as the bubbles clear around you, that form is gone. And you can open your eyes underwater and see that there's there's nothing around you but the legs of your friends and a few dog legs from Hetchko. But you bring yourself back up to the surface and you are all you're all there. Um, and yeah, and you all see the osprey flying away. You know that the beacon, uh, I would assume you all have some little device showing you where the beacon is, is just directly below you. Ooh. I think that Lazo kind of, he kind of gets up and he kind of squats, he's splashing around, he's like looking around, and he's just like, what the hell? Hmm. Just like Netflix. Is this what Netflix is? <laughs> Like, what's going on? And to be clear, none of you saw that when you went in besides Laszlo. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like, like, they told me not to not to get, well, you have satellites related to networks and no, that doesn't make sense. Did he? <laughs> uh, do you guys see that? There's something. <sighs> Pachico just looks over at Laszlo and goes, you, you you gotta stop eating at the at the food court in the library, man. It you gotta stop. <laughs> Leonidas just nods in the negative. Where else? Where else will I get my jalapeno, um, Cheeto, cheesy blast burrito? And this and this, and this is why you're seeing things. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets in the sauce. Mm-hmm. That real good secret sauce. <laughs> now, as much as I'm enjoying this bath, um, yeah, you are all in open water, just doggy paddling. Hachi <laughs> <laughs> goes now just swimming circles around everyone. <laughs> I guess let's go towards the the light. Did anybody get a map? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say you all have uh, a almost GPS tracker device that is waterproofed. Um, you know the satellite is underwater as it, it has been disposed of by the library. The satellite you're looking for is called the Atlas. Oh, great. Okay. Is... Well, uh, to quote the uh, hunt for the Red October, dive, dive, dive. <laughs> yeah, if you all want to do that. Hachiko's already going bloop. <laughs> Yeah, you all have goggles and these compact oxygen tanks. I won't make you, like, rush to get there, but as you... Are we all diving? Yeah. Yeah, Blasel's putting on his mask and diving down. Yep. And as you all get lower and lower, the light from the sun starts to get dimmer and dimmer, and there's a period where... You're not near the surface anymore, and you're not near the bottom yet, where it is just empty and cold and silent. You can't hear the waves anymore. There's no fish around you. 
it is eerily calm. And after a few minutes of swimming, I'll say you're all proficient swimmers. I'm sure you are. You're superheroes, basically. (laughs) (laughs) These lights click on from your goggles pointing straight ahead as it gets darker to where you need something to see. And you start to see debris, just a field in every direction, littering the ocean floor of satellites, of space junk, everything like that, just destroyed and sunken. Mm. I, I think Laszlo is <laughs> just for like the 50th time, Hachiko has just said, are we there yet? Yeah. I'll say you can have communicators of some sort in your face goggles. <laughs> Five more minutes. <laughs> That's what's definitely snapping a glow stick, but the year I'm going on the communicator. It's because he sees this, the, 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 how calm, how quiet it is, it's starting to get to him. So he's just, he's, he's doing the first thing he gets, he, the, Breaking open the glow light, light makes him think of, and he's so he's just doing like he's doing like rave mouth me, mouth music. Oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leonidas Leonidas would join in with you. He would also crack a glow stick. He would have to join in with this. Yeah, you just Hachiko just chimes in again. He's just Leonidas, you son of a bitch! And you hear in the background of his communicator, "Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so." <laughs> oh god oh no 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 you hear uh, you hear Outfield start playing <gasps> any song by Outfield playing <laughs> she goes just ah oh, Leonidas how could you you know so just to be clear we have a very loud very bright group of people just making as much noise as possible underwater in this very silent area correct Yep. Let me just put some notes down real quick. Just a little. Not me. I do not regret my decisions. I might regret my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> if I say it, I'm doing it. <laughs> Juniper is like just thinking to herself as she's swimming and shaking her head at these chuckleheads. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm going to leave the ball in your court here if anybody wants to look for the proper satellite or anything like that. Okay. So you tell me what you're doing. I'll tell you if you need to roll. Okay. So first things first, Hachiko is going to read a... Uh, um, actually, wait, no, no, that wouldn't be appropriate. I just want to... Hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess investigate a mystery, look around, try to find the right satellite. All right, Hachiko, you're looking for the satellite in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the debris field here. I want you to roll investigate a mystery. Wow, that's a nine. Mm. All right, seven to nine, hold one. Do you have the list in front of you? Come on, it's supposed to be here on the... Oh, dagnam, it's not showing for me. I do not have my questions in front of me. That's fine, just for the audience, I'll go ahead and read them out. The questions you can choose from are what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? Or what is being concealed here? There's only two questions there that are viable for the situation right now. There's no reason for me to even be asking about a creature. Oh, God. 
what happened here? What happened here? Uh, to answer your question, what happened here is that the library decommissioned a satellite in a graveyard of satellites from every country or company or anything like that so that it would be hidden amongst the rest of them so that nobody could learn the library's dirty little secrets. That's what happened here. Actually, okay, you know, you may think that may stump me, but that actually gives me an idea of where Hachiko, he's going to go die. He's going to try to dive even deeper and look for the satellite that's at the bottom of the pile. Okay. That gave me a hint. <laughs> I'm just going to keep an eye out on the water. I'm not really, like, I mean, I have some investigation, but really I'm here to heal and to protect, so... I'm just kind of looking around, making sure there's nothing sinking up on everybody. And here's the thing. We're on a mission right now, and Hachiko's curse is pure drive. Okay. And the one I picked specifically for him, his one emotion that rules him is pride. We're on a mission. Hachiko's showing out right now. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. Who said they were looking out at the water? I wasn't looking at the faces move. That was me. We used everybody's voices. Wonderful. Uh, Leonidas, why don't you roll me a read a bad situation? And how'd you go? Why don't you roll me an act under pressure to try to find the satellite? If anybody else, Laszlo or Juniper, is it Jupiter or Juniper? Oh, seven. I rolled with cool on that. I rolled a seven. Yes, is it Juniper or Jupiter? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, Juniper. Juniper, like the plant. Okay. Fuck yeah. me. All right, so we got a seven on which yep. one? For the act under pressure. For the act under pressure. I'm going to mark experience. Oh, oh did you fail? Did you fail your uh, I won. situation? By oh, one. No. Actually, could, could I try to help out? Because I feel like Lazo, after what he saw before, he's on. he's on the... He's maybe helping oh. looking around too. Yeah, just tell me what you're doing to help out and then go ahead and roll it and I'll think about the act under pressure while you do I, that. I I think what he's Ooh. doing is he, he taps he taps Leonidas on the shoulder and kind of motions for him to look in one direction and then he'll motion another like like like, like that thing in movies like when they're spanning out. Mm-hmm. I like so that. I, also Cass so got an aid on a read about situation for herself as well. Cassie, you were reading a bad situation as well? Well, I was just rolling. I didn't know if I needed to or not. I just did anyway. <laughs> well, if, you're, if your character's doing something, just tell me what they're doing, and I'll let you know if you need to roll. Um, go ahead and oh, roll that help can... out for me, um, Sean, last love. I'm going to do it on the, I'm going to do it in the app just because I don't trust these dice. And then I'll, I'll work out all these answers in the same uh, moment here. Did I say Jupiter first? You may have said Jupiter, but I think I you corrected yourself. So I was yeah. just double checking. Okay. I didn't mean <laughs> it's been <laughs> a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah. Yes, it has. Tuesdays are the worst. Oh, sorry. Here, here. It's all right. Mr. Laszlo, what's that help out looking like? Oh, I see it. 11? What, really? Nice. Wow. And I actually have a negative, a zero cool, so that's on the dice. So that you get granted plus a plus one to your roll. Oh, no, so no now even you better. Are, plus two. You are sitting at a, 
Oh, okay. I gotta move. <laughs> so it's still a mixed success, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So the read about situation questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? And what is the best way to protect the victims? You are able to ask one question. Well, I think the most obvious answer for what I am currently doing is, are there any dangers I have not noticed? That's a great question. Cass, I see you rolled a read about situation as well as a mixed success. Would you like to ask me one question as well so I can answer these all simultaneously? Uh, I actually had the same question, so that's fine with me. Okay, so you're both looking for dangers you haven't noticed. Wonderful. Yeah. So you are all watching around looking for something to come at you or to move in the debris. And what you all see is Hachiko going down. And the equivalent of what sniffing out would be underwater, they are kind of moving through a debris pile now and like lifting up pieces of um, rubble and looking for a name on the side of satellite or something uh, with relative ease because you're underwater and things are lighter, especially with the salt water. And you all Mm. see Hachiko lift this one almost solar panel and kind of toss it to the side and it reveals a nameplate and it says the Atlas. It's upside down but it is kind of sitting on top of this pile of rubble. And Hachiko, as you move this solar panel, a from behind you, this girder just slowly starts to fall and everybody else sees it and has a moment to call out to you. Mm-hmm. But I need you to act oh, under no. pressure to get away from this falling hey, girder underwater, but you'll have a plus one because they're calling out. Oh, thank goodness. You got this, Hachiko. Yay, an eight. Wonderful. You're just giving me mixed success after mixed success. Mm -hmm. That is is my worst. That is cool. Well, actually, no, charm is my worst. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say. You hear this kind of gurgling warning call from behind you as everybody sees this thing about to fall on you and you quickly kind of twist to get out of the way but your face mask catches I don't know what a dog's face mask looks like catches a little bit of this girder as it comes down and cracks Mm -hmm. it. It doesn't break but you can see out of your periphery that water is just starting to slowly drip in but you have all found the atlas and also do I have a picture I can put it on here of what it looks like Let's see. Look at me. I did a little bit of. Did I put that in. Hello. Okay. Oh, now here is this a manned satellite? Like a state, or is this just a? Oh, there it is. It's little. Let me make it big. It was a manned library satellite. Yes. Okay, Hachiko is desperately looking for a hatch. Okay. Yep, I see that. I'm going to make it bigger, but my hands are just so dang shaky. And it's such okay, a little finger so grab. The there we hatch, go. So the hatch, 
So the hat <laughs> should then theoretically be then by... If you want to find out where the hatch is, I would love you to roll. Read a bad situation. Oh. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's seven. Fantastic. You're doing great. Yeah, if you can all call out your numbers, that would be great because I have a few windows open. That's very helpful. <laughs> all right, so with the seven, you are able to ask me one question. I assume I know what it is, but go ahead yes. and tell me. Um, what is being concealed here? Or what is my best way in? Yeah, what is my best way in? Sorry. <laughs> Even better. I'm not supposed to be helping you. What am I doing? <laughs> what is the best way in? He's just so excited. I'm just so excited. So, if we refer to my graph here, which I know all of you at home can see, you are down at the bottom near the docking module, uh, which is where the Atlas nameplate was. It is upside down, but you see that there is a hatch there. What you also see is that this hatch has been how do you want to say vandalized or something? Um, it has been opened before by force. It is now closed from the pressure, but there are marks of something happening here. You can't tell without investigating deeper, but something forced its way into here at one point. Wish, oh, God damn it. I have to go by Pachichika's personality. Well, he sees that something else has messed with this hatch, and... Ooh. I get to fight something. Hatch? <laughs> no, whatever has opened this hatch before, because evidently something's been in this water. Pachiko's not going to ask any questions. He doesn't care. Just save the people, and if I get the chance to, I get to punch something. Let's do this. And everyone else, um, you're all floating around. You, you see Hachiko uh, find a door. What does everybody else do in this moment? I'll follow. Yeah, I think I'd follow. Yeah, I, I think Lass would, would uh, pull out his hockey stick and fall. He's, <laughs> he's taking up the rear. You are all <laughs> floating. Um, there are, is debris. You could stand. I use air quotes here. Stand on down here. But you are all underwater in front of this hatch. It is pressure sealed. How are you going to get in? Um, so I have a sonic screwdriver. And so true. I oh my god! Would like to try to like fix the door so that we're able to like open it success like easily. Is that a roll, or does your sonic screwdriver just open doors? Um, it doesn't say anything about it being a roll. Will you will you read the text of the move for me? Um, it just says, able to repair or damage simple mechanical and electronic devices, radios, locks, weapons, etc. That's all it says. Huh. Okay. That so, so cool. That's very yeah. helpful. So uh, you hold out this device. What does it look like? Does it look like the Sonic screwdriver? It looks like 
Doctor Who sonic screwdriver, but it's like uh, it's got a hot pink light. I love it. So you all see this pink light in the darkness of the ocean, and you hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sue me, Doctor Who. Um, Yes, I have props. Always prepared. I fucking love it. And you all see almost as if somebody was doing it themselves. The mechanism on the satellite starts to turn, like the whole door is almost a lock. The center of it starts to turn, and you all see this bubble release from the seams of it. It does not open fully, but you can see that the pressure seal has been released. Mm-hmm. Is anybody uh, strong uh, enough to open this for us by chance? A Hachiko shall use his unho- Hachiko shall use his unholy strength. Oh, I can I can do no no limits. Never mind, Hachiko will sit back and just watch. <laughs> because yeah, actually, no it wasn't That's lost true. on him that girder falling mysteriously on him. Do you want to take a look around before you go in? Mm-hmm. You think so? Yes, I would. Okay, uh, roll me a read a bad situation, and I'm I'm going to say you don't need to roll. Um, what do you what do you call it? Your strength move, no limits. You don't need to roll no limits. You are able to open this hatch now that no, the seal is. No, is not going to notice nothing. That's a five. Does anyone want? Uh, you can bring it up to a seven, correct? If you help, Laszlo. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. Can if you want to. Go ahead. Roll yeah, Lassel, I think Lasso's going to move over and, and help, like stick the hockey stick in and use it to try to pr- help pry it open. Uh, no, I'm saying help with oh. uh, read a bad situation. You're fine. My There's bad, a lot happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Lasso's like, yeah, I think he's like, um, he's looking around, he's looking around carefully and he's just trying to, uh, he's trying to think what his mentor t- told him to do, just Stay cool, keep calm, and just focus on the moment. So excited to see this roll. Nice. Okay, that is a seven. So you raise it two or one? I I raise it two because I have helping hand. All right, so you have uh, one question you can ask on read a bad situation. What's the biggest threat? What's the biggest threat? I hate that I have a, I did a, I got a mixed success because I know that's going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> what does Hachiko know about oh. electronics, like uh, construction oh. or electronics? Any 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 knowledge of stuff like that? You know, he was always curious about that with the library. And he knew Leonidas wouldn't be the one to take up learning anything. So, yes, Hachigo has studied many books about electronics and construction. What about traps? Are you familiar Uh, with traps? That's me. Quite familiar. Leonidas has given Hachigo many stupid lectures about traps. Trap Massa. (laughs) Yeah. Your fear response for traps is not entirely going off here. What you're noticing as you all start to head into this hatch 
is that this satellite doesn't look like it landed here. It definitely came into the water, just like satellites do here. But it's on top of other ones, and it's like propped up. And there are pieces of other satellites and space junk hooked into this that could not possibly have been attached in space and come down in one piece. There are even parts almost repaired on the outside and these thick cords coming from other satellites and plugging into the side of this satellite. It is, it is placed here with purpose. And that's um, your biggest threat, I would say. That what something is wrong this, here. Uh, great. Mm. Yeah, are you going to say something? Uh, can I do... Uh, so I've got Historian as one of my moves. Would I be able okay. to do Investigate a Mystery? What does Historian do for you? Um, it says when you investigate a mystery or read a bad situation, you can choose to ask... Why does this seem familiar as one of the questions? If possible, the keeper will describe how a similar situation has happened in the past or future history of the world. Fun. Yeah, go ahead. Roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Let's see what you do. Exciting. Playbooks I've never kept for. Nine. <laughs> so a mixed success is, I believe, one question? Two questions. Nope. One question on Investigate a Mystery. Are you going to ask your special one? Yeah. Why does so this seem in, familiar? Why does this seem familiar? Let's see. In the future or the past of Earth, or are you interplanetary? Uh, hmm. Or interdimensional, interreality? It's... I can make something up here regardless. Let's say. Let's say in a planetary. Okay. So this is the product of intelligent life, but not human intelligence. This is the product of something using human space debris to create something else, which you've seen throughout the galaxy, throughout time and space, that human trash is reused by intelligent species to make something else. Ooh. Because we're good at making things, but not maintaining them. We just throw our trash in the ocean, much like this satellite. <laughs> Interesting. You know that something that could do this would need more than just an oxygen tank. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Are we all heading into the hatch? Into the unknown? Yeah, I'd like to rip the hatch door off. If that's what oh, I'm most definitely. Doing. I am. Oh. Well, if you want to rip the hatch door off, I'm going to ask for a roll. If you want to just open it, you can do that for free. <laughs> oh, well, then let's open it. I thought we. I thought we needed to like tear it off. No, the the seal's been released. It's not pressurized anymore. You can just open this oh, hatch. Right, right. Let's do that then. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the hatch. So you open the hatch, and you see there is a air pocket. You can stick your head up in it, and you are in breathable air. 
It doesn't taste fresh. It's very stale. It's very Ooh. salty. But mm-hmm. it is air. You don't need your breathing apparatus in here. And I guess we see a few other heads pop up into this air bubble from above. And you all look up to see no ladder, per se, because it's not supposed to be put in this position. But there is a mess of cables and cords and pipes I'm just I'm gonna put a picture in here of like kind of what the inside of a satellite looks like because it is a horrendous mess. Let's see if that uploads. Because everything's uploading very small. And I'm just oh, look at that, a little cube. Let me open it up. <laughs> so it's like not comfortable in here. It is tight quarters and there are screens and wires and motherboards and Detritus just everywhere because this is a crashed satellite. Does everybody see that? Yes. Yeah. In roll twenty, it's a hot mess, and that's kind of oh, what you wow. see as you look up. Oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm putting you in a tin can underwater. I apologize. All right, crew, you have breathable air. You can take off your uh, mask here, but your lower body below your neck is still in the ocean. What do you all do? Rip the mat. Well, I don't rip it off, but I, I hastily <laughs> take I hastily take off my mask because uh no, let's not do that for long periods of time. Sure. Um and I just kinda look at everybody and I'm like, uh, so we climb up or what's the plan? Works for me. You climbing up sounds like a plan. At least we can. We we still gotta figure out where that beacon is, and uh, as I said, uh, we need to be careful. So don't a lot of stuff around here that people don't aren't no, no meant to be known or no meant to know. I agree with that. Tico removes his mask and starts to climb along the wall. Wonderful. So we are back in it. You are all uh, in this docking module bay, and Hachiko, I believe, was uh, going to start climbing. Correct. Yep. As he so, starts climbing, he starts climbing on, on along the walls of the of the docking bay, the interior. He looks up into the darkness. His fur raises a little bit, and he just lets out a really loud howl, bark to assert dominance because Hachiko is sure there is something in here with us. There's been no evidence. You've you've put no evidence that there is, but I'm sure there is. And I just want to give it a greeting. You all hear this howl just bellow out and echo through the small chamber you're in. And once your howl kind of completes and tapers off, you start to hear this buzz. It's very Mm -hmm. slight. Almost like a fluorescent bulb and then these little lights start to pop on in the chamber you're in. These little built-in, what would have been in the satellite before, just start to turn on as if there's power going to them. Wait, then <laughs> that means we're being watched. And I will let you all know that I built a little custom move for this satellite, the Atlas. <laughs> and since we're playing hard mode, I'll let you know what it is. It is called Tight Quarters. So if you are all in the same room, 
Oh, no. You're going to get minus one to your act under pressures and your kicks and ass rolls if you are all in the same room because there is not much room to move around. Oh, no. One. So we're all going to help each other remember that. Yes, guys, we're all getting sure. minus one currently. Sure, oh, no. I'll remember that. Oh, no. <laughs> I know oh, no. I'm going to write a sticky note. Uh, minus one, two... A U B N K S A. I'm gonna put that right here on my screen. But this really isn't lost on Hachiko that the lights have come on. He yeah. actually says this out loud. He goes, "This must." There's either. Actually, no. It's either who someone has supersonic hearing and can pinpoint where I'm howling from or we're being watched. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think I mean, there's only so many places you can enter in. It's like a it's almost like a I think I think I think he um he looks back for a moment and then looks back down the corridor and then he's like on no 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 we what's start moving what's start moving Wait, I heard about this. What's wrong? I heard about What's this. wrong? What's wrong? Wait, Lazo, calm down. What's wrong? We we, we can't. We cannot rush it. He's like, I know. I just let out a bellowing roar, but I'm just doing We're a good evening. Wait, other than when we came in, fine. Climb on my back. I'm just saying. We're in, we're uh, what's this? Laszlo. The meat locker. Ah, the meat locker. You. You, you can explain more of what you're speaking of as we go up. Climb on my back. Leonidas, I know you're good. You work out a lot, buddy. Juniper, <laughs> hop on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Laszlo's going to hop we're on. Up. Oh. And that's, this is literally looks like, um if you remember the cartoon Gargoyles, Kuchiko just slams his claws into the walls, the interior, and just pulls them up. That's perfect. So, yeah, you kind of cut through some wires and, you know, uh, tubes and pipes and all of that just haphazardly all over the place because this is a crash satellite. <laughs> and there's no pressure right now other than just being underwater in a satellite. So I'm not going to make you guys roll for it. You all make it up this processing tube to the next sealed door ahead of you. Another like pressure sealed hatch. <sighs> yeah, nothing like a processing tube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll pull out kind of pull. Also, do you close the hatch beneath you is my question. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Just making sure. Gotta know. I do want to, I do think, I do think Leonidas would be like, can, uh, he would look at Juniper and be like, hey, can you, uh, you little fancy little zip 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 zip. Can, can can you relock that door behind us? Should we relock the door behind it? Oh yes. Excuse me. Should oh, we yeah. relock the door behind us? Yes. Pressure changes oh, yeah. that happens to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, makes, it makes the burps happen. I apologize, y'all. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. Uh, yeah, I can, the I can lock it. I can totally lock it behind oh, us yes. and then unlock the next door. Hmm, Hachiko has his ear to the next hatch and trying to see see if he can hear anything on the other side. 
yeah, I'll just give you this. You don't have to roll for it. Um, this is a pressurized hatch. It is silent. You. It is so quiet that as this dog creature, you can hear basically the heartbeats of everybody in the room with you. That's how quiet it is. You can hear their organs moving because you are deep underwater in the silence and there is no other sound coming. Wait a minute. Hachiko, his excitement starts to die down for <laughs> for battle because now he's really starting to think about things through and he just goes, wait a minute. They flat out told us there's still supposed to be people here. And we've been. Ca- they told you they sent a cataloger crew to turn off the beacon, and it has been five days. I didn't say that, but it has been five days since oh. the cataloger crew went down, and they have not come back up. And the beacon is still active. The uh, distress beacon was activated after the satellite was decommissioned and sunk. So Hachiko looks to Leonidas. And I imagine that the two of us, since we've been together for many years, Hachiko does a series of hand signs to signal. I think danger is lying. It is up ahead. Prepare for, prepare, prepare, prepare your weapons. And Hachiko's claws just go shink. And as you as you do that, the pressure seal releases as the sonic <laughs> screwdriver unlocks the door. The door is still closed, but the pressure seal is released. All right. Hachiko is going to get in front of Laszlo and Juniper and basically just try to shield them, the two from the hatch and look to Leonidas like, you ready? Yeah. Laszlo uh, <laughs> pulls his shotgun off of his back and cocks it. And, then, <laughs> and I think he, he looks down and he, he looks and he realizes he hasn't loaded it, and he goes and loads it. <laughs> He's still Hachiko, are you opening the door? Before Hachiko opens the hatch, he quickly turns around, because he heard that damn shotgun cock, and he mm-hmm. puts his massive paw on it and looks at Lazo and goes, that needs to be a last resort. Alright. <laughs> And if you're going to fire it, if anything, because I highly doubt you got silver in that thing, fire it when either only a threat and me are in that room. Because there's either going to be a lot of puncturing or a lot of ricocheting. So please, Laszlo. Trust in the mitts. And Ishiko just shows it, just gives him the like two thumbs up with his massive claws. In that case, Laszlo does nods and puts back the gun and t- takes out his hockey stick again. He solemnly nods and then gets back up to Anias and goes, "All right, on three, one, two, and Hichiko opens the hatch. And as you open the hatch, you feel this release of stale air and out of the opening flops this upper torso of a human drops down and is face to face with you upside down. And you see this dead human military cut 
mouth agape, eyes wide open, just flops his upper body right in front of you out of the hatch as if he's was leaning up against it when you opened it. Oh, holy fuck. Hachiko does, doesn't scream. He just grabs the limp body and quickly gets it to lay it, lay it down and closes the soldier's eyes. To lay it down, you'll have to go up through the hatch because you are in a vertical shaft right now. Okay, he's going to climb up. He's going to climb up okay. so he can pull the body. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Not making people be subjected to this. And you see that he he is in the uh, library militant garb and has a nameplate that says Mark. Wonderful. I like to think that at this point, Leonidas has um, he has drawn the sword um, drawn the sword from his back and just kind of moved into the room, kind of like making sure that uh he is in front of Juniper and Laszlo, at least for the moment, just in case something's going to happen. Because he he's he thick, he he's sturdy. Uh, you know, so you all kind of see as you come up through this hatch that you are in now what is called the core module here, and it is the base block for this entire satellite. There's a noticeable living quarters. It's a little bit wider than the one you were just in, but still has all of that mess of wires and cables and tubes and pipes just all over the walls. And there are smatterings of human life of people who worked on the satellite. There's like some cots with straps on them so you can strap in when you're in outer space to sleep. Um, There's some papers and things like that all around, but you are in this spherical node module in the center with this corpse. Here's my question, because Hachiko's looking around, I guess I'm going to have to investigate a mystery with with the way I'm going to ask this, but can I see any signs of a recent struggle that would explain for why this soldier is dead? Are you looking at the soldier or the room? Because the room... I'm looking around the room, actually. So... Without rolling, I will tell you that the room is a mess. This went through the atmosphere, hit the water. It is ramshackled in every way possible. There is stuff everywhere, wires ripped out of the wall, pipes open to nowhere. Like, if there was a struggle in here, you would not be able to tell. Well, what you what you don't see is blood. Oh, okay. That actually answers my question. That's what I needed to know. This body's been moved. And I really don't like that. Um, I guess the next course of action is Pajiko is going to silently surprise I know surprisingly surprise guys. She is going to silently whisper to the team We should investigate the body. Who is the most comfortable with um dead bodies? Juniper's gonna raise her hand and <laughs> Are you sure? Me, yes. I uh yeah, I'm good. I can uh, I can handle this. I'll cover you. I, I've seen a dead body in my day. It, it might yeah. be best to have two sets of eyes, guys. I'll cover whoever, you while you're doing that. Whoever would like to investigate yeah. the body, go ahead and roll me a investigator mystery. Just one of you. Uh you can decide who, and then if we need to help out, we'll help out. 
What is investigative mystery again? Is that so sharp? Juniper, go ahead and roll sharp investigative mystery. Go, Juniper. Nah, a seven. Seven. Wonderful. Is that with everything added in, or is that the flat roll? This adds it on roll 20, right? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So from the investigative mystery questions, you are able to ask one, hold one. Let's see. What happened here? What happened here? Great question. I'd love to answer you. So, as you look upon cataloger Mark here, um, it's very strange. There are, as you kind of like lift up a pant leg or a sleeve and you see his head and neck, there are these circles, but they are large. They are almost like the bottom of a beer stein, maybe five inches in diameter. These almost, they look like giant hickeys. Oh, in a sense. They are these giant bruised circles on his arms, on his legs, oh. on his head, and they almost take up the entirety of his face. There's like one giant one on the right side of his face that almost encompasses the whole thing. Are we fighting a kraken? Okay. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as you're right there with me. Mm-hmm. And as you kind of pull down the top of his chest armor and turtleneck here, you see there is strangulation marks around his neck. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> uh, this is... Uh, guys, this is uh, disheartening. Um, it seems that uh, this guy was strangled by a large kraken, in my opinion. Um, I guess, uh, do you want, oh, I guess, do you want me to roll again for that? Or do you just... Dumb question. Conjecture is a free wet. action. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's a uh, question. Is the body dry or wet? That is a good question. Why don't you roll me a... Oh. Roll me an investigative mystery. Oh. I know that's weird for if the body is wet or dry, but I will give you that and then some if you get it. Darn it, I was one away. One <laughs> away. Did you get a six? Yep. Uh, the body <gasps> is dry now. Much like you all, it seems to be that this body came from the ocean into the satellite. Like, they smell of... I'm giving you a lot of information for a failure, but they smell moldy, almost. This is making so many more questions now. This makes so many questions now, though. She goes really confused. And as you kind of check that, you are all startled by this knocking. All right. I don't know how to feel about this. Who wants to read the bad situation? Give it a go. 
Hi, Basil's keeping an eye around. Go ahead, Leslie. I'll read that situation. Alright. I am going to try rolling dice again. Just taking note of all these failures to use against you later. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Son of a bitch. Oh no. That's not that's a four. Oh no. I guess I'm another one would have went. I think I'm I'm too away from leveling up. Uh, that's great, but oh no. <laughs> oh wait, no. I, I have not time for us to fail. I still I the investigate a mystery or read a bad situation. This is definitely read a bad situation. That was a read a bad situation, and it was in fact a fail. Um so what happens here is as you hear this second set of knocking, the lights that have turned on all go out. Cheat. Oh, oh did you succeed? Did you roll again? Wait, did somebody else roll? Oh, I know, that was Nick. Okay. Ro- oh my god, he rolled a 13. Holy shit. Danger. Wait, so are you also trying to read a bad situation here? Like to, please. Okay, so I'll, I'll retroactively, as these lights go out... <laughs> Leonidas, go ahead and read a bad situation. Good job. You rolled a 13. I wasn't. I didn't expect advanced? you. No, I didn't take advanced. All right, I should have. Um, With a 10 plus, you can hold three. <laughs> so I think... Uh, I know what's most vulnerable to, vulnerable to me. Um... <laughs> I guess let's go with... Oh, shit. Um, Is anyone doing anything to combat the darkness at this moment? Um, I'll probably light up my sonic screwdriver just for light. Hell yeah. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's my best way out? And what is the best way to protect my friends? Best way to protect your friends. Oh, well, you need to figure out what is uh, killing these catalogers, and you need to get out of here as soon as possible. That is the best way to protect your friends. What happens here as you start to uh, light up the sonic screwdriver and stuff is you hear this knock once again, and a light comes on, but not in the room you're in. A light comes on from this K2 module to the left of you all, and there's a door there with a small window on it, and you can all see lighted from behind a silhouette of what looks to be a humanoid. You just see like a head outline, and you see it move a little bit as the knocks come ringing through again. Oh, motherfucker! Um, okay, every every one of the and- cheekless hairs raised, and he snarls at the door. So that was, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? And then what's my best way out? The way you came in. Through the hatch, out the water, and uh, opening that thing to get the Osprey back, which I'm sure one of you is holding. I don't know if we're there. I don't know if we're quite there yet, but that's kind of what I wanted. I just wanted to make sure that, like, Mm -hmm. I'm keeping track of exits and stuff like that because that's just how Leonidas is, especially when we go into. And you have someone who can open locked doors, so you are you are where you need to be for getting out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. my tactical my tactical training is kind (laughs) of like a motherfucker right now, and Leonidas is like, (laughs) all right, catalog things, 
cool. So crazy dude, where the knocking's coming from? Have to deal with that here in a second. Uh, th- this dude got killed by uh, he looks at Juniper Kraken. You said, all right, cool. So we'll catalog yeah. that. Um, Kraken, Kraken, fuck. Uh, well, I guess it's a good thing I brought a grenade launcher, right? And like Leonidas is just rattling right now, and I think this is how he's staying calm. It is just by rattling all this shit off, and he's like, okay, uh, uh, plan anybody. This, I, I, mm, shit. Uh, do we just keep going forward? I think that's probably a good idea at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> huh. Hajiko, Hajiko has not stopped <laughs> looking at that door. And every, few moments, there's just the four knocks again. If anything <laughs> happens, just in case, and she, like, will pull out, like, a little keychain, and it has, like, a little car keychain on this, like, set of keys, and she kind of taps it a little bit with her one finger, and she goes, we have a way out. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. She's got a, a uh, what did I say this is? Yugo? Was it Yugo or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I got it. I got a Yugo for my uh, tele- or time machine so we could just, you know, hop right in and uh, get the fuck out of here if we really needed to. So, uh, I gotcha. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. So, to the door, the I guess. The door with the silhouette? Yeah. Um, I okay. think at this point, Leonidas has probably reslung the katana and he's pulled out the shotgun. Uh, games Is have that... been games have been stopped. <laughs> sure. Is that the only other doorway? Uh, so oh, no, that is a good there point. is an opening in front of you into the living quarters, and at the far end of the living quarters, there's another hatch. To the right of you, there's another hatch, and above you, there is another hatch. So oh, there's God. left, forward. Right and up. That was a weird oh, way thank, to say it. And down, I suppose, you. the way you came in. Thank God, Cash, you asked that because I completely forgot. <laughs> I, I, I got tunnel vision. I got tunnel vision there real hard for a second. <laughs> it's okay. I got you, boo. Uh, I, I vote that we go a different direction away from the knocking because I just don't have a very good feeling about that. However, I would like to lock that door before they can try to get through it. The one that's being knocked upon? Yes. Is it already locked? As you, yeah, you go to uh, Sonic it, and it does seem to already be locked. You kind of get a little feedback from okay. your uh, device here, and it, it is locked. Okay, just she. Okay, just making sure it's locked. We're good. We're all right. All right. Let's uh, choose a different way because I'm not so sure I want to go that way. I'm okay with that. Uh, input from Laszlo. Leonidas does look at Laszlo and he goes, "What's your opinion? What, 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 what do you think?" And I think Laszlo's thinking about it. He goes, uh, let, me, "Let me try something first before we go." And I want to use magic. Okay. Oh. I, I think he's gonna say like I. Uh, Airy uh, or no wait, wait. Cap taught me this spell that he that a friend of his knows and I'm gonna try it. 
Anyway, can you look at a little bit of a look what's ahead before we go rushing in? Yeah, what are you what are you doing here? How are you using magic? I'm using magic to where is it? Observe another place or time because I want to see what's on the other side of the the door before we open it further. Okay, so you're going with another place and you want to see what's on the other side of the door? Yep. Okay. What does this look like? How do you how do you cast it and then go ahead and roll? I feel like um he takes out his waterproof phone phone and he turns off the screen and just he's he's just white he he's uh he's wiping over the screen and trying to and it's like this magic making it kind of shiny, almost like a mirror. I love it. A black mirror. Go ahead and roll use magic. Full control. Okay, um let me double check something. Because I uh That's a six. Six. Yep, six. I'm one away oh. from leveling up. <laughs> Does anyone have uh, any capability to help out with this use magic? Oh. I think I do, yeah. What's that look like? Uh, so she'll see that he's kind of struggling and she like reaches over and just kind of sets her hand on his shoulder and you'll see like uh, a pink glow come from her hand. Oh, go ahead and roll help out. Eight. Wonderful. You grant them plus one to the roll, but expose yourself to trouble or danger. We'll just go ahead and tally that one next to all the failures. Um, okay, so you got a mixed success. Mm-hmm. Laszlo, go ahead and pick your glitch. Okay, uh... You know what, I think I'm going to go with it has a problematic side effect. That's always fun. Fun. So you, your, this black mirror of your screen flares to life in front of you, kind of surrounded by this aura of pink magic from Juniper helping you. And you see from the back of the chamber in front of you what looks to be a, a person is wearing the same kind of library garb as the corpse you found and he is frantically knocking on this door as hard as he can uh, he, you can tell he's trying to scream but his voice is very like dry and raspy and he can't really get it out um, but yeah you see a um, a cataloger can I um, roll someone Oh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, explain it to me. What are you trying to do here? Not yet. We haven't walked into that room yet. I got ahead of myself. No, you were all outside. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, uh, Laszlo, think... that is what you see. Okay, I think you see he's, um, he says, oh, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go, and it's one of the catalogers. Does he look hurt? He looks dry. Try like oh, okay. like dry mouth. Like you can't. That's why we're not hearing any screams. He's like, <sighs> I think he's trying okay. to make the sound of a dry mouth person who can't 
true try mouth extreme. Like, <laughs> Q money sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Leonidas is going to look at you and go, I thought you meant like mummified, dried out. That's way better. We can handle that. I can't really save you if you, you become involved. What's the plan? Operation Save Cataloger. Hopefully, two, two, two at this point. Yeah, this is uh, just another one of the same sealed doors, the pressure sealed doors as before, and you have a way through them for sure, if you wish to. I look at Use my sonic screwdriver on it. Oh yeah. Perfect. So you see uh, the seal on this release and the pressure open, and as it does this man pushes through and falls to his knees and just looks up at you and you can tell that like the edges of his lips are chapped and cracked and he's clearly dehydrated and he just looks up at you all and like it's it's both fear and elatement is that a word of seeing you all and whoever's closest to him he's going to like sprint towards and try to hug that would have been closer on that side of the room if it would have been well, it would have been Juniper because she opened the door, right? Yeah. He, like, kind of at on his knees almost just kind of, like, hugs your waist and it's like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you see Juniper just, like, stiffen, like, a total, like, stiff board. Uh, someone help? Pachico uh, just, like, Leonidas comes up. Pachico bends down to the guy's face and he just growls. Le- no, Leonidas oh, oh, goes oh over God, and oh scoops him up. Leonidas, you can see Leonidas. his, his nameplate says Leaf L E I F on it. L E I F. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> lean over and I'm gonna look at Juniper. And I'm I'm sorry about that, ma'am. And he's gonna uh, he's gonna it's okay. pick he's gonna pick Leaf up and he's gonna look at Hichiko and he can, boy, you better put that damn growl in. And <laughs> is there like a table or something? Uh, in the room by? he was in, there is. Um, Almost like an operating room table in there. Uh, I feel like I should, like, one of us should read, like, a bad situation just to make sure. You want to look around I'll... this room as you go in? Yeah, I think so, because yeah. I'm, I'm going to carry him, and I want to go straight, but I want to go in, but I want to make sure that, like, I'm not leading everybody into a trap as I'm trying to, like, help this guy either. I'm going to say whoever wants to, as you enter the room, go ahead and uh, investigate a mystery. As okay. you kind of right. try to figure out what this room is all about. Yeah, I'm definitely. I think I think that Lasso is focusing on that table. Something about that bugs them. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna relock the door behind us that the guy just came through. Okay, that that's another four. Ouch! Uh, who's, who's doing what here? I, I saw that uh, Leonidas just rolled investigate a mystery. And it sounds like Laszlo did the same. Yeah, I, I I was looking. I went over to the table. The table. To examine it. And, and I failed. You failed. Yes, <laughs> you're very close to leveling up here. And then. Um, oh no! I actually did with that one. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, <laughs> as you figure out your level up, uh, Leonidas, you got a seven. So go ahead and ask one of the investigative mystery questions. 
See, here's where it gets tricky because <laughs> there's two questions <clears throat> that could work very well for what I want. Problem being is that both of them will give me two completely different answers that may or may not help me in this specific. You know what? We're going to go with what's being concealed here. If it's a dead body, I give up. Uh, yes and no. So, what is being concealed here? You look around this room and there are cages and tanks and terrariums. Uh, mostly all destroyed by now, but there are these remnants and remains of mundane creatures. Um, and what you see on some of these is they seem to have suffered the same fate as Cataloger Mark. There is testing equipment and medical equipment in here and the table in the middle is smattered with something but mm-hmm. it's a deep dark blue uh, okay I have my thoughts on that 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 could be ink could be blood uh, a few different things that that liquid could be uh, Chico goes over and smells it. Interesting. Um, and Chico, roll me, roll me an investigative mystery. Right. You, and I think you get a plus one if you use your animal mm-hmm. senses, right? Oh my god! And you rolled <laughs> one. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's just one dice. You may actually. Yeah, still... I forgot that I only hit one yeah. dice. Let me do it. Let me do it again. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> so your senses are just overpowered by the stink of this room. It smells like Ugh. death. It smells like it smells like Cataloger uh, Leif has been living in this room primarily, which has some smells on its own for the last five days. Um, <gasps> So whatever you're trying to suss out here is covered up by all of these awful smells. He kind of sits up on this table as you're all looking around. He's like, this is a strange team, but thank thank you. I, I thought I was going to die locked in here. You, you could tell us anything about what happened? Uh, any what what happened uh, we, the three of us came down to um, turn off the beacon and something was here something attacked us I saw Mark as soon as we entered his skin changed and he you're never going to believe me he started floating in the center of the room Charlie and the Chocolate Factory floating? Chico just points at himself and is like 
you're going to have to come up with something a lot more impossible than that for me. Have you ever seen Star Wars? Yes. Oh, God, great. You know, like when they hold somebody up with the force Mm -hmm. and then they begin to choke. That's that's what it looked like. And I also like Vecna from that one show. I think I'm the only one here that has never seen Star Wars. Oh, way <laughs> in the fiction. So, Hachiko starts thinking like the uh, the animal, like he is the predator he is, and he think and he just asks, "Did anything around him look off? Like it was shimmering, as if something was camouflaging itself, per se?" Uh, roll me an investigative mystery as you're talking to him. See what kind of info you can get. You're so good at this. Oh, hey, look at you. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Is that plus or minus anything? Um, nope. There's a flat yeah. 11. So you get uh, two questions. So uh, you can rephrase these or however you want to say them. Okay, so I actually have the perfect question. Okay. Um, well... Because I want to ask what sort of creature. If you want to keep going, what you were asking kind of was what happened here, I think, is what you were kind of leaning into. Yes, what happened here. So to answer your question about the shimmering, um, on the ceiling, the wires, they, they moved, but not like if something was moving them, like if something was hiding and something looked like the wires something looked like the pipes I I didn't stay long I ran in here and I I didn't lock myself in here something locked me in here I've been living off the spiders that they had in here but uh, there's nothing nothing more to eat Everything else has been eaten or whatever happened to these creatures. My dear child, and she like put, goes into like her purse of holding, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and so, she pulls out a like a granola bar and hands it to him. Here, here's something at least for now. Um, he, like, ravenously takes it and starts eating it. I'm actually going <laughs> to hold my other question. Okay. Because with that information, Hashigo just kind of does that aha moment. It sounds <laughs> like an octopus. Because most people mistake octopuses and squids for being the same type of thing, but it's easy to mix up the cephalopods. But this clearly sounds like an octopus because it's camouflaging itself. And we're... Guys, let's check the papers. Pachiko starts looking for any kind of information about experiments. Are you going to, uh, I guess, use your... Um... Yes, actually, I'll use that there. What is yeah. being concealed here? I love it. Did I write something down? Uh, yeah, what is being concealed here? So, you start looking around this laboratory and you find logs Perfect. of what these scientists were doing when the satellite was in space. 
And it is not kosher. It is not within the laws of what would be okay in the atmosphere. Mm, we're going to have a serious conversation with uh, Brian, Greta no, later. No Brian, no, Brian, why are you doing this? Is this, an this OSHA me, Brian? Is, this, is this an OSHA violation also? So what you find here are these logs of testing octopus, spiders, lizards, small <laughs> mammals, all outside of the atmosphere and all with chemicals and genetic mutation and things that would not fly in the atmosphere, almost as if they were using space as international waters times 10. Oh, yeah. Hachiko is pinching the bridge above his snout as he's just... <laughs> and he just he just tells... He just yells to Leonidas, we got a Jurassic Park over here. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay. So, I think they're, I think I've they're just all last... from the library, right? <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God. This is a really good granola bar, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. It's covered in chocolate. I I haven't had chocolate in a very long time. That's that's great. Thank you. You want another? I have like a lot. I gotta start slow. I've been eating spiders for five days. I think you're gonna like what I do, Cap. Is I think at all this and realizing now everyone in the party knows what's going on, and we have to kill everyone here. Is also going to stumble back, and I feel like he sits on a wobbly chair and falls and goes, Oops. That's yelling at me. Hold on. Let me. (laughs) Oops. What is oops? Oops. Yeah, oops. 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 What's happening? Oopsies. Oops. Oops is happening. (laughs) <laughs> oh, are you using the move? Oops. Yeah, that's what I took for my level up. Wonderful. Will you read me the text of it? <laughs> if you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper. You'll find something important and useful, though although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Huh. Interesting. What is useful? Please don't be a grenade. Please don't be a grenade. No. <laughs> You find um, on the wall near the door on the inside of this room a map of the entire satellite. And what you see on it is that the, the if you're looking at the map, the PK, the one above you, is communications. Um, you are now in the animal testing one. Um Really, you just have full access to knowing what all of the rooms in here are for. I think, see, I think Lazo takes down. Hey, guys, look at this. Uh, I think the beacon's right above us. (coughs) 
Yay. Okay. We have something that can cloak itself. It's just... Oh, no. I think we should... Maybe avoid the beacon. I think, I think it's a trap. It's a tar. It's baiting us. Debatable. Leonidas, debatable, not debatable. Leonidas, we know how the library is. They've been obviously been genetically testing things. I, I feel like I feel like as as soon as he starts saying that, you just see Lazo going like. <laughs> like the, I can't. I know how to describe. You know, like the the finger motion. Like, I know it means like, sh- shut up, shut up, shut up. But it also looks like he's sawing off his own neck. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that. I'll cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Leonidas just kind of leaving your Laszlo. hand by your neck. Yeah, yeah. Leonidas just kind of looks at Laszlo and he goes, "Listen, bro. I personally don't give a fuck what the library does. They pay my bills, and I get to do what I like." So I don't care. I don't ask questions. I ain't got nobody to talk to about this. I don't Wait. care. All right. All right. I think it's that last one just my... crack, grabs him and just drags him to the other side of the room. Leonidas yells back and goes, do I need to eat him? <laughs> I, I, will, I, will, I will eat you, Laszlo. Are I'm just like, I'm just like, get me fuck? out of here or... Yes, you, we will get you, we will get you out. Of, so no, sir, we will uh, get you out of here. I apologize. I would really like to leave. It's, it's not safe to escort you out yet. We need to secure the perimeter. I don't know what those two are doing. It's, I, 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 I think very quietly, Lazlo's going, going. If he finds out any more, I'm supposed to kill him, dumbass. <laughs> So I got through me first. No, he's being. He's, he he pulled him over. He's being very. <laughs> he's. I was. He's trying to be very, very quiet and sneaky. Why don't I pull you all do what you need to do, and I just lock me right back in this room? I've got a few spiders left, and I'll just hang <laughs> out here until you're ready to leave. Pinching this his snout again, Juniper. Can you give him another granola bar? Yeah. He pockets Here. it. <laughs> and Diego actually gives him a bottle of water. Oh, my, I, I, oh, my I, voice. I, Here it is. Wow. I've been so... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hachiko just looks and goes, wait a minute. We didn't give him water when we first... Pa- we are awful. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I, was, I, I, I got a little bit of sidetracked, but I would... I Like, Leonidas would be kind of... As we're talking, I feel like Leonidas would be doing like the medic thing. You know what I mean? Like just kind of making yeah. sure that that like he's not poisoned, right? Like Leonidas has seen a lot of movies, and like all of this shit seems very Predator E slash like Jurassic Park slash like all the other crazy genetic mutation movies. So like he's looking like he's like checking this fucker's arms. He's like, okay, I don't see any like any weird spots. He's like looking at his eyes. He's like. Uh. Like so, uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Right <laughs> other than he's been locked in a room for five days, so like Ooh. dehydration, his skin is sunken, his eyes are sunken no because he's not sleeping. Kind. Like, no, he doesn't seem to be injured. He seems to be okay, kept alive. 
So, I was going to roll hey, medic if you wanted me to, because before, I was just before, I was thinking. Before we leave this room for anything, Hachiko makes a little fort for him to hide in. Like a, like a, he, he, Hachiko just like takes a, a bunch metal of junk pillow fort. Yep. And she just looks and goes, please hide in here. Uh, yeah, you see him like sit down, knees up against chest, and he gives you like a, a shaky thumbs up. I promise <laughs> we'll be back for you. Okay, I'm going to do something that's... evil but yeah. funny, but I, oh no, but nice, sort of. <laughs> I think Vasil just kind of sighs as he sees this, and he walks over and takes one of his pouches, and he just dumps a bunch of Slim Jims on top of the table, which makes it sound like something's coming from the other side, but then he just beats them over down so he has some protein. Might as well kill him. If he's got to kill, if he potentially have to kill this guy over the orders he's at least gonna let him die with some protein in his belly that's so nice oh, oh no is everybody uh leaving him in here yeah uh, okay uh, well, guess. Um, Juniper. Uh, something about this makes me think can i look around to because I think as we're talking about how it may be like a... Someone did say out loud it was a squid, right? Octopus. Octopus. Yes. I said Kraken. And and I relayed Mm -hmm. everything about the logs to you guys as I was reading through them. Mm, um... Uh, To clarify that, as you read through the logs, um, there are... Mm. Oh, what'd you roll on that? I rolled an 11. You rolled an 11. That's fair. Uh, yeah, there's the uh, logbook of everything, and there are two octopods, octopodes, octopuses listed as uh, test subjects. Their names are Blue and Ocho. Wonderful. I think Glasgow is. These- uh, did, it, did those notes they say what kind of octopod is it like do they have like a, you know like the E-E-E, it takes out sticks a bottle and he like sticks his finger in the bot in, in the hole in the bottle and pushes around like you know like the like <laughs> we don't have there's not any like vents around here that could just like oh squeezy squeezy in here and we just left them a nice little pita pocket made out of metal right Oh, there are tubes and pipes and vents all over this place. The satellite is basically made of tubes and pipes and vents. This is this is the perfect hiding ground for the two. He's he's basically trying to he's basically asking like there are there's all these things, but like does anything in the paper suggest that this thing can be as like those octopuses that can squeeze themselves in like one one fifth the size and get inside a bottle and eat the eat the uh, crab or whatever it is. Oh, I mean, it, well, it would depend on the size of them. So, it... octopus get oh. yeah, pretty much all uh, octopodes, octopus, octopuses can do that. Yeah, they can. Yeah, pretty much they can all achieve. So, oh god, no, yep. this is horrifying. Yep. 
Oh boy, uh, my beloved, my beloved cephalopods are coming back to haunt me. Yeah, I uh, <sighs> didn't plan on that when I saw your name and everything, but <laughs> here they are. <laughs> uh, oh, so you're I saying we're, we're dealing with Brian's family in this one? No, what? Oh, I've been betrayed. <laughs> if you're looking for uh, more detail, uh, one of them, Ocho, is listed as a uh, common vulgaris. O- octopus. As long as no, as, as long blue. as wait, wait a minute. What is it? Oh called? no! Is it blue? Blue is a genetically modified blue ring. Octopus. Oh no! Oh no! That is the most toxic oct. That is one of the most toxic animals oh. in the world. Pachico looks really worried at the moment. That explains why those guys died. Now, that was blue. Oh, oh. Uh, we're in a lot of danger, guys. Shall I pull out my Yugo? Get it, just have it ready just in case. Um, um, that that is the deviled ring octopus. Um, I, I've watched a lot of Animal Planet, guys. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do with the library, and I can tell you that's one of the most toxic animals in the world. And it. It's been genetically modified. Oh, dear. Sounds like fun. We need to to get him and get out of here as quick as possible. (laughs) And I'm going to have a seriously long talk with Greta after this. Mm. Have we accounted for the other one? Are we still missing one? You are still missing one. You are missing Octavo. Oh. Which is not a play on octopus. It's a play on book terms. But yeah. it goes hand in hand. I'm going right. to look at everybody. And really, we still have one more to go. I look at Juniper directly, though. And I'm like, hey, is there any way we can use Hugo to send this dude back to headquarters so he's at least safe? And then we don't have to worry about it. And we can go look for Octavo and then get out of here. Because I, I'm telling y'all now, we give it another 15 to like between like 20 and 30 minutes. And if we can't find Octavo, Octavo we pull the beacon and we get the fuck out. Mm, I mean, my time machine is bigger on the inside. So I might be able to have him hide inside the Yugo while we're looking for Alt Cabo. That's actually a really good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Better let's, let's, and... let's, let's do that because now since we have a more clear idea of the threats here, I he, he, he cannot be here. <laughs> no, he, he needs to be with us. At least he'll be somewhat safe. Are you summoning your time machine? Yeah. Alright, what's that look like? It's a um, free thing, right? You don't have to roll for it or anything. Uh, Nope, I don't have to roll for it to summon Beautiful. it. So when she summons this, she basically pulls out the keychain, sets it in the palm of her hand, taps it twice on the roof, and it just kind of like pops out and then kind of just appears. <laughs> and it's green 
and it's got a, the purple fluffy dice on the rearview mirror. I love it. It looks like a car. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's a car. It's a Yugo. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was wondering, Cass. I was wondering Cass. about that, but I didn't want to say anything. I, I was, I was like, you go, you. Why does that? That was a car. So, no, is this I don't the think type Cass of thing that. that you can see into, or when you open the door, is it a room? It, what, uh, what does it look like as you open this door for, um, Leaf? So when you get into it, when you open the door, all of a sudden you'll see like. It kind of looks like a, um, oh, how do I explain this wonderfully? So it kind of looks like, uh, like all white and it's got pink and purple lights along the edges, but it kind of looks like it's got like a big long couch and then, um, just one big, like, uh, love seat okay. <laughs> and wow. uh, a, a steering wheel. <laughs> but, oh, there's like a, Go ahead. but there's like a one, uh, little like thing off to the side of the steering wheel that's got like a bunch of buttons. Can you see into it from the outside? Um, when when you're with so when the door's closed, it just looks mm-hmm. like a normal car, like okay. inside. But when you open the door, that's when you see like Love all it. of the inside. <laughs> so yeah, you see uh, Leaf's face like confusion and then excitement as this car just manifests into the room. I think it kind of takes out the uh, operating table in the center. Yeah. Um. He's like, this is. Um, this is weird. I uh, this is, you know, I thought I had the weirdest day. This is this is the weirdest day of my life, definitely. Are we driving <laughs> out of here? What is this? Well, you're just gonna hang out in here while we find your buddy. And she like kind of walks over to like the middle part where the couch is, and she pushes a button, and all of a sudden, like a uh, like a little thing will pop up from the middle of the couch. And you'll see like a little refrigerator and then like a big thing of snacks. And like, so she goes, here you go. You've got all sorts of things that you can snack on, drink, whatever, you know, while you're waiting for us to finish or whatever, make sure you relax. And then she hits another button and a little TV screen pops up in like (laughs) where the, um, the windshield would be, uh, like the, you know, like the front windshield and, um, she hands him like a little what looks like a kind of like a small tablet and she's like here's the remote enjoy entertainment wow that's i love it yeah why is that that's why amazing is uh, okay uh, thank, thank <laughs> you and he like sits down as you close the door <laughs> he looks confused but happy and comfortable <laughs> yeah, he'll find like a like a big fluffy um, blanket on the couch because she loves fluffy, fluffy blankets. Love it. All right, uh, you are all in a room with a car. What's the what's the plan? Wow, we're we're in a room with a car. A room with a car. An animal testing facility in a satellite underwater with a Yugo. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, we 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 need to hurry and find this other person as quickly as possible and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yep. Are you going to lock the door to the uh, infirmary behind you? Yes. 
Yes. Always oh, lock the door behind you. Just gotta, just gotta yes. ask these questions. Yes. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yes. back we are definitely the... locking that door. Oh, yes. we are, we are back a in the core machine. Uh, <laughs> there are ways to go right, left, forward, and up and down. Because this thing. Okay. Which way should we go, guys? So you are all in the green one if you're looking at the uh, satellite map. You're in that spherical dome at the nexus of all of the gray, yellow, blue, and red rooms. And you know that above you is communications. Um, to the right of you, or ahead of you as you're coming out of the infirmary, is... It has a window, much like the one to the infirmary, and if you look into it, you can see that it is all destroyed inside. It is, like, crashed and crumpled, and there is water beyond that door. Huh. Mm. <laughs> a lot of hums. I love it. Oh, dear. North. North. <laughs> North. No. Pinky. Oh, okay, guys. Well, well, I I think we know what we have to do. I mean, actually, if we go to communications, actually, can let's look at the map again to see where security is. Uh, there's Maybe. no security. Uh, anything like that would be communications, but it's a it's a ship in space. There's not really a need for security like that. Okay. Uh, Anything, if you're looking for cameras or like yeah, the beacon, yeah, be communications. Yeah, okay. I think Glasgow, as much as it seems like a trap, I think there's any chance of getting the last guy out. We're going to have to find it in communication. And, and I think we're, we're, better, we're better at looking out, looking through cameras than, uh, Running around, chance getting pincher. Pincher's Final Fantasy is a pincher battle between two squids, ready to make a squid, a squid library sandwich. All right, we going up. Another climb to communications. Yep, uh, yep. Let's do yeah, this. Definitely. And I think, like, as you start your climb uh, up, the lights come back on in the tunnel you're in. Oh. Oh, yay. And you see, again, just, it's, there's no ladder or anything. It's not meant to be climbed. You're meant to be in uh, zero G. So to get up there, you're just going to have to go across these wires and tubes and things and just make your way up there. And there is a hatch above you. Who is uh, in front? I think it's a kind of a thing where you have to be in a, a single file line almost because it's so tight in here. So oh, no, who is at the hatch first? Chico will be behind Leonidas. Yeah, so um, there is another small window on this one, much like there was to the infirmary. But inside is mostly dark. Uh, well, I mean, you know what they say. Sometimes you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet or some shit. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I, I got an idea, guys. I got an idea. I know, I know how we can make sure if something's in there or not. 
I can see into this room, right? Yeah, it's just a little dark, but if you put your face up against the uh, window, you're looking like up at the window. So you'd have to like kind of pull yourself up, put your face against it to look in. Like how you, you know, how you cover your eyes to look into a dark window. Mm-hmm. Like yes, on the sides yes. of your head. Yes. So you can definitely do that. I, I, I think Lazlo's gonna like say, like, give me up there. I can, I'll, 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 I'll burn it out and we can, with that, we maybe make sure at least anything in there. We'll know it because it'll be screaming. I'll lift Laszlo easily, uh, feet onto my shoulder so he can we can uh, get to where it needs to be. Are you going to look into the room, Laszlo? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look into the room. If I see anything off, sure. I want to. I want to cast. I use magic to burn everything. Okay, so just roll me an investigative <laughs> mystery to as you look through the window. Okay, and I'm going to roll that in the check. I don't trust these dice anymore. Beautiful. And I know we're getting close to 10. I'm okay to keep going if you guys are, since we're pretty close to the end here. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Does anyone want to help? You're holding him up on your shoulders. Do you want to push him closer? Yes. I like, I want to like encouraging words. Like fucking D and D, like soothing words. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Lazlo, yeah. we can do we'll this. Bud. We can do can this. Do this. He, he starts to like slip a little bit, and you start to push him back towards the uh, window here. Let's see. Let's I, get that help out. Roll. I readjust mm-hmm. my grip and I shove harder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's um. <laughs> Sounded great. Ah, look at you! Mixed success, and go. you get a plus one and expose yourself to trouble or danger. Cool. Leonidas, don't Good stuff. about danger. Let's go. All right. So, investigate a mystery. Uh, Mr. Laszlo, you get one question. Uh, one hold. Okay. Let's see. What is being concealed here? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so, you look up into this chamber and it's dark but your eyes begin to adjust as you kind of cover your peripheral vision to get a good look in here and you see a control panel um, and what is illuminating this room is this one golden light that is slowly getting brighter and then dimming brighter and dimming brighter and dimming and you see the room around you it's Again, very ramshackled. This is a crash satellite, but there is a chair with straps on it to hold somebody in. And in that chair, there is a human. And what is being concealed here is that you can see, you can't see their face, but it looks definitely like they're still breathing. You see the straps lifting and going back down. It's like labored breath, and you can't hear anything, obviously, on the other side of this wall. But you can see this human sitting in this chair. This light is illuminating them. Every few seconds it comes on, then goes off. And you can see that they're breathing. Can I read a bad situation? Uh, what are you doing? Um, so... Let's see. Can I use Historian again? And say, why does this seem familiar? Because I feel like Juniper's been on all sorts of different planets and different things and seen all sorts of weird shit. Um, without rolling, you know that this is likely the distress beacon. Is that what you're looking for? This is like the 
the beacon that you were all here for. What are you yeah. looking for? Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. is definitely, you know, a spacecraft, you know, tech, especially advanced yeah. tech. Yeah. And this, yeah. this is that beacon, that glowing light. Okay. Okay. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is, yeah, I think obvious to you being somebody who has seen this sort of thing before. Sure. Servant of technology. Exactly. <laughs> Right, uh, hey guys, it looks like uh, this is what we're looking for. Um, do you want me to unlock the door? Yeah, we got there's a guy in there. They're, they're breathing, so we we're gonna save them. It's our best chance. Yeah, we're gonna get your shotgun out. All right, I get. I'm getting old Betty out. I draw my shotgun too. I like. I look at Juniper and I say, crack it, baby. Let's go. She like pulls out her revolver from her holster with one hand and then she hits the sonic screwdriver with the other hand and then steps back. (laughs) I kick in. I kick in the door as as soon as it unlocks. Like I'm this is <laughs> my shits have my shits have gone out the window. It's we're 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 double timing that shit. Exactly. <laughs> you I like, kick that door open and level the shotgun in that fucking room. You are <laughs> holding onto a wall climbing, so this is a very awkward kick. And oh, as shit. you kick the door, nothing happens and it opens towards you. Just kind oh, of damn it. By, by damn, it. <laughs> damn it. I look, it hits you in the I look face. At, I look at everybody and I go, I meant to do that. Oh, wait. Lazlo's in the way, too, then, if it's opening down. I mean, you've you've done this a few times. It's just like the hatch you move around. But, yeah, it opens towards you. Damn it. Not Uh, in an aggressive manner. (laughs) Damn. Okay, well, I guess I'll just... I guess we just, uh, yeah, just pull the door down. I push Lazlo down for a second and Juniper. And then I just kind of, like ride the door down, I guess. So you would all be climbing up into this room. Um, yeah. And as you do that, you close the door behind you, because I know you all do. And as you're, closing, as you're all closing that door, you can see one by one the lights turning off from the lowest light to the light closest to you. And like, <laughs> doom, 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 until it's just darkness, 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 darkness heading up towards you as you finally close that door. And you are all standing in this dark room which is oriented wrong for you uh, the man in this chair is sort of on the wall would be horizontal like he's facing up and you are all standing on what would be the wall if that makes sense you see what I'm saying Yeah. Mm-hmm. so he is horizontal on the wall in front of you facing up towards the ceiling and the control panel is in front of him also oriented wrong for you all but right for him and in this room, there is darkness and a blinking golden light every few seconds. What do you do? Um, is it apparent what this blinking light is? It's like, yes. Lena uh, is in front uh, of everybody. I'd like to say this. Yeah, it is apparent that this is the distress beacon. Okay, I'm going to just kind of look at everybody and... I no hand signals. I just I'm I'm Leonidas is tired. The shit's get, gotten way too crazy. 
and uh we just need to we need to get the shit we need to get the hell out so he's just gonna he's gonna look look behind him and go hey uh let's move forward figure out this beacon and shoot the shit out of anything that isn't human and looks like it might try to touch us in the buttholes the wrong way sounds like a plan let's Let's do this this. and Leonidas slowly starts advancing shotgun out what is the beacon yep Mm -hmm. you uh, get there you're you're standing um, on the ground and about shoulder level with you is this chair uh, with the man in it strapped in and you can see his face is turned towards you his eyes are closed um and you could see his chest labored, just slowly rising and falling. And in front of you is this beacon that, let's just for sci-fi sake, has one of those big handles that you push up or pull down. So I would like to first check on the guy, but also look at Juniper and go, Can you want to take care of this? And uh, just kind of pull the guy, like, see if he can pull the guy out of the chair while uh, he lets our resident tech expert deal with the distress beacon. Leonidas has a healthy fear of electronics. (laughs) You're going to unstrap this guy? Yep. And then I want to roll, well, I don't know, medic. I'm, I'm thinking like medic in like the general sense, but yeah, pull him and like. Just do a quick check of him. Make sure that like his pulse is not like bottoming out, right? Like when when uh, when the United does this, can I put my hand on his on his shoulder for a second? Yeah, and, do my, and I'm going to do my best best Bruce Campbell impersonation. Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, I think it's a trap. Get an axe. I don't have an axe. I got a sword. <laughs> but no, I think Laszlo's going to stop for a minute and think because he's—I think he's watching. The fact is watching that we've been talking, and this person is breathing is in labor. Yeah, so I think he's going to swipe. I also wants to investigate by swiping his hockey stick over and around the unconscious person in case okay. like this is some kind of like this is like some kind of dead silence thing where the Kraken's got its tentacles in its back making it breathe or I don't know sitting in this chair who is unstrapping him Leonidas yeah Leonidas okay so you sure. unstrap him and then Laszlo stops you and kind of waves his hockey stick scythe around and like knocks on the chair with it and above and below and all that and you don't hit anything at all. Okay. I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, you can let it. Leonidas, you're going to check his pulse? Yep, I want to unstrap him and then check his pulse and if he's got a pulse, I'm going to sling him over my shoulder fireman style. So you... Are you checking wrist or neck? What's your Uh, modus operandi here? usual like especially for like a combat medic which is what Leonidas trained as you go for the the neck first you know okay. what I mean and if not so you, you put your it. fingers on this man's neck and it's cold and you feel no pulse but what you do feel 
Fuck. And what you all see Fuck. is a mighty tentacle come out of this man's mouth Fuck. and wrap around your wrist. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. It's time to, to use my favorite phrase from the one time I went to a hockey game. It's time for Lazlo to hack at the bone. Leonidas, I need you I to roll knew it. tough for me. I fucking I have a custom knew it. move for our friend here. I need you to roll plus tough. God damn it. I knew something was going to happen as soon as I grabbed this fucker, and I still did it anyway. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Why? Why have, is this the I way see... I do things? So I see, like, it, it, while they were doing that, as um, uh, Laszlo was asking Leonidas for an axe, Juniper's reaching in her purse of holding, and she, like, pulls out a fucking guitar and just, like, stands there just, like, holding it up going, Oh, my oh. God. That's so funny. That took me a second. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Leonidas. <laughs> You all hear this grotesque gurgle as this tentacle, which is too big for the mouth itself. It kind of distends the opening of this man's mouth as it comes out and latches on and wraps around um, Leonidas's arm here. You got a seven? Yeah. You said? Okay, yeah. so I put in our Discord chat here the tentacle wrap move. So on a seven and nine, you get to choose one. The options are you remain on your feet, you can breathe, your arms are free, or you don't lose anything, which is not written properly, but I will edit it. And I know these options are just so fun. So you get to pick one of these four options. Fucking hell. Um, None of which are good. No, like, I'm torn. So so this is going to sound so bad. I'm torn between I don't lose anything <laughs> or I, I like, I remain on my feet. Um, it's wisely. I'm freaking torn. Oh, God. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, okay, well, here we go. This is either gonna kill me or we're gonna have fun with this. I wanna keep my stuff. Okay. So, all of you in this room see in the uh, flashing golden light, this body gets torn asunder after this tentacle grabs his arm. There is just a pop and a snap and where this body was is now a large, powerful octopus. You can see its head is three to four times larger than you would expect it to be on this octopus. And its eight tentacles are just spread in every direction in a moment as it just opens this body from the inside. And you can all see Leonidas just get wrapped in these tentacles. It completely covers his body. His arms are trapped. His legs are trapped. They fall to the floor. And you can all see just in a glimpse between tentacles, one of these tentacles just holding over Leonidas's mouth and nose. 
Roll Initiative. I'm just kidding. What do you guys do? Bad situation. Chico dives in with his speed and goes for the tentacle above his mouth. Are you trying to tear the tentacle off or are you trying to kick some ass? Oh, I'm trying to kick some ass. All right, roll minus one because you are all in the same room. Don't worry, guys. Even with that minus one, I still get plus two. Love it. Let's do this. Nope, we're doomed. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Our damage dealers are fucked. boy. We're doomed. All right, let me just go to my uh, little page here with my fun octopus notes on it. My tank has failed. I repeat, tank has failed. Tank has failed. (laughs) All right, so Artemis, you get your ass kicked instead. So much fun. Okay, so... uh, Tachiko, I Mm -hmm. want you to roll plus tough. Oh, yay, yay. Okay, let's do this. Oh, thankfully I got a plus two in that. Um, Oh, now you want to give me... So that's 12. All right, so you get to pick two options from the wrap by the tentacles move. I can breathe and I am, and my arms are free. Wonderful. Do you have anything on you other than the equipment? Um, nope. Beautiful. So we'll negate that one for you. Lucky you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. so you can breathe and your arms are free is what you said? Yep. So as you kind of lean back to scratch attack this tentacle off of Leonidas's mouth, you feel your legs just get pulled out from under you as two of the tentacles that you were not paying attention to just wrap around your legs and drop you to the ground and are starting to like slowly pull you towards the writhing mass that is the center of Leonidas choking and the octopus itself. Oh, this God really, damn it! This is a really bad You all see right kind now. of the claw marks of Hachiko on the ground getting pulled and scratching through the metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my two not captured. What are you guys doing? Um, I you can't breathe. <laughs> I'm gonna cast psychic paper. Um, I get a plus one ongoing and rolls to avoid being detected or remain unnoticed. And I'm just kind of gonna slip into the shadows and um, then. Uh, try to find a way to basically uh, let's see I've got the travel guide that I can use um, to kind of see what I can use to defeat this maybe if you want to do that just uh, roll investigate a mystery okay I can't screw me. I'm going to let it back in. Let's see if it's quiet. Ten! Oh, give me just a second. Let me get this cat in its chair. Come on, okay. buddy. And then we'll go from there. Sit down. No screaming. This turned into a really, <laughs> really weird tentacle porn for Leonidas real quickly. <laughs> All right, so you rolled a ten on your investigative mystery. That means you get to hold two. Let's see... What can hurt it? 
not gonna meow at me. I'm gonna put you back out there. Sir. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's Usually okay, my cat does the exact same thing. <laughs> Come on. You're messing up my recording, but I'm gonna put you back outside. Okay. Come on. There you go. What can hurt it? So you're looking at this thing. It is clearly a uh, octopus, though larger than you would expect an octopus to be. Um, its flesh is susceptible to cutting or anything like that. There's no armor plating or anything on it. Um, you know, are you using the thing where you know, like, history of things? Yeah. So you know that octopodes, octopus, don't have centralized brains, so like stabbing it through the head isn't going to be a one-hit KO because their nervous system and their brains are not where they should be. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that it can be hurt by regular means, but it will be tough. Um, General knowledge of octopus biology is that they can heal pretty quickly and even regain limbs if need be. But what can hurt it? Normal things. It's just quite big. Okay. You have another question if you'd like to ask it. Um, I will... Can I hold on to it? Sure. Totally. Okay. Cool. Um... So knowing after she reads all that information in her travel guide, um, she'll still be in the shadows, but she's going to shoot, try to shoot it in the eye. (laughs) Fun. Uh, Go ahead and roll kick some ass. All right. (laughs) Eleven. (laughs) My hero. On a 10 plus, you get an extra effect on the kick some ass list. If you have that in front of you, if not, I'll read it for you. Um, I have it. Where did it? I'm just going to find it again. Advanced. Completely hold the advantage. All the hunters involved get a plus one point. Uh, your attack inflicts double the normal harm. Ooh, okay, so what's the harm on your uh, revolver? Uh, two harm. Love it. So you are aiming for, like, the main mass, right? Yeah, like, in the in the eye, like, the main sure, sure, sure. head, air, like, like, in the middle, I guess, bulbous area. And you know what? Even with your minus one to kick some ass, you still have a 10 plus. That's wonderful. Woohoo! So you all see in a flash of light as this gun goes off and it just rings through this tight container and everybody's ears are just screaming for a moment. Yeah. (laughs) Except, of course, for our good friend Leonidas who can't hear or breathe um, (laughs) as he's being consumed here. Uh, And those of you close see just a chunk get blown off of this octopus's head area around its eye. And almost as soon as it 
gets blown off in a chunk, you see the tendons and muscles start to reform. And you see that eye start to, as like a milky white, start to grow back into this black shark eye as it looks at you. And then the pupil forms in the center of it and it looks directly at you, Juniper. And what it does here is it raises one of its unused tentacles to one of the pipes above and pulls it. And as you kind of follow it, the other end of the pipe just hits you across the head and you're going to take one harm. As it kind of uses the environment against you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Laszlo, you're last on my list. All right. What are you I doing? Think, you know what? We haven't really taken any damage, so I'm going to do something creepy. I love it. And painful for this, this octopi. Because I know one thing that octopi definitely don't like, no matter how genetically engineered they are. That's fire. Ooh. Wait, what the hell? What just happened? What? Wait, what? Did anyone else hear that? Like, no. Mm -mm. Oh. Okay, yeah, I want to uh, use magic to burn everything. And this is going to be, I assume, not the area magic. Let me see. Make sure one second. I think you can do three harm to one ignore armor or three harm to an area not ignore armor. Yeah, three harm, ignore armor, obvious. Okay. What's this look like? And go ahead and roll magic. I I think he um he uh you see him He's messing around with the phone again, and he had trouble. He was still having trouble doing the hand motions. So someone in the library turned actually turned made a a little. He has like a little Android. Like he turns on his phone and he hits brings up this app, and it's just this to make it easier for him to do the the runes like how um, other people are. It actually has like a little rhythm game that he's doing oh, with his fingers. God. Swiping and then basically forming the ruins before he 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 holds it outwards and it's just like it because because whoever did this thought it was humorous what he has to do for this and he points it at the points it at the squid and stops looks down at it and then there's just an explosion of fire. Use magic. That's dope. Yeah. Use magic. I can just do weird. Simple. Let me simple enough to do a weird roll. Mm -hmm. Not taking hey, a roll for anything. Damn. Hell yeah. All right. Go on to 10 plus. The magic works without issues. So you all see Laszlo turn his phone towards <laughs> it, and there's this burst of light from it as these runes start to fly out of the phone, but in the same way that the lines on Guitar Hero go. So there's like these runes with trails behind them as they shoot off and into this octopus. And it's, it's, um, it's called burn everything. So I guess it's kind of fiery here. Um, yeah. how much damage is that? That's three, right? Ignore armor. Three, yep. Three ignore armor. Nice. So you all see three. them start to these runes start to burn 
into this octopus. And what's most notable is that the skin is not healing over these runes. They are burnt into the octopus now. And with that attack, the tentacle over your mouth, uh, Leonidas, releases as it starts to, like, pat out the flames almost on itself as you would if you were on fire, but it's not real fire. It's this this magical burning as it's starting to, like, pat itself out with all of its tentacles at once, releasing the two of you. Wait, uh, so I'm free-ish? Yeah, you were all free in this room after that one. (laughs) Wonderful. I'm gonna roll no... uh, I'm gonna roll mayhem. I'm gonna chuck this son of a bitch at a fucking wall. (laughs) She's gonna try to pick up the octopus and chuck it. Yeah, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> this thing just vi- this thing just violated like, and this this is all in character. I'm like, this motherfucker violated my mouth, my fucking nose, my fucking ears. This motherfucker. Mm, mm. And while so, he's ready for that, uh, Hachiko is going to uppercut the damn thing. Yes. Well, it I was going to say. You- <sighs> and I okay, get more so experience. You- <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm reading this move. After you play down with it, roll as hard as it at. So this is for picking up an object. Jeez. Not so much a monster. It says you grab a nearby large object and use it as an uh. improvised weapon. Oh no. Well, that's a person. One of them was was it? Does no. it? I see fire extinguisher, motorcycle lamp post, masonry chunk, car, dumpster, boulder, bus, truck, Damn wall. It. Uh, I can't do that. Damn. Uh, can I use no limits then instead? Do you throw this? Try to pick it up and throw it. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to give you minus one because it is actively trying to not be thrown by you. But go ahead. Oh, that's nice. That was that was almost there. Uh, I need to choose minus a minus one, so that's a nine. Yeah, so it's a, it's a drawback, I think, is what it says on. Uh, Let me pull it up. No I don't have it all the way. And tell so me what I, you're trying to do. You're trying to throw it to the side of the room. I want to throw it at the wall as hard as okay. human, as hard as my no limits body can. <laughs> kind of like the red kage, just using my physical strength to fuck this thing up. Oh, Oh, that's a nine. So I'll just take a harm. I love it. Leonidas, don't give a shit. Take that harm. Leonidas, don't give a shit. So on a seven to nine, you do it, but choose one consequence. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. So you all see Leonidas lift this octopus that is a little bit bigger than him as it kind of fully extends in his arms. And he eats it at the wall as hard as he can. And <laughs> as you do, one of its suckers rips off of you, just like pulling a chunk of flesh out of you as you take this one harm. Leonidas you see, doesn't even holler. Leonidas doesn't say nothing. Just takes it. <laughs> you see in the light of this beacon, the octopus hit the wall and then Despair. 
Oh, fuck me. I have made a boo-boo. <laughs> what do you all do? Uh, uh, I have a grenade launcher. Leonidas looks at everybody. I, I can blow it up. <laughs> Actually, I think Glasses like holds, holds up a head finger and goes, and I think he turns the screen over and there's, it's, it, there's a because like it's, it's sort of like as a rhythm game. There's there's a there's an extra coin, and I want to burn everything area in that area. This this fucker's not getting away. Yes. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I'm going to need everybody to act under pressure to not get hit by it, except for you, mm-hmm. Laszlo, since you're the <laughs> epicenter, and everybody gets minus one on that act under pressure roll. Oh dear go God! Ahead and, well, go ahead failure. and uh, use magic, though, Laszlo. Oh god, that's another failure. Ten. Uh, I'm yeah. only one away so from nine. bring up. My success, love it. That's Holy cow! Hey, wow, your magic rolls have been on fire. Yeah. I rolled a fourteen, but you gave me a minus one cap. Oh no! So you only have a thirteen. Only a thirteen. Aww. Damn. Only a thirteen. So we only had one failure, right? <laughs> yep. And it was Hachiko? Yep. I love it. God. So, yeah, as you're kind of standing up after being um, pulled Sorry. down by the octopus, you just see this wave of runic magic coming out of the phone as uh, Laszlo changes something on his uh, beat game. And all of you, besides Hachiko, are able to get out of the way of this. Wow, the prophecies come true. I'm going to kill Hachiko. (laughs) And you see just this distortion against the wall as this octopus was kind of flattened up against the wall and camouflaged. And you see it just to, you see see it begin to ignite. Um, Every Hachiko, you failed, you take three harm. Uh, It's not ignore armor though, right? For the Uh... area effect. I will leave. Let me double check. I think just the uh, straight-on one is ignore armor, but the other one is not. Yeah, it's the the straight. It's only if I'm focusing on okay. it. So Hachiko, you uh, take three harm. Um, reduce if you have any armor, and uh, you you can all see just kind of now glowing in these magical flaming runes on the wall is this large octopus. And it's, again, trying to pat out these flames. And at this point, it's looking almost terrified, if you could see it. Its eyes are now looking around the room instead of at you all like prey. It's looking for a way out now as it's not healing from these wounds. Well, um, Hachiko Hachiko looks at the octopus and just sees Laszlo and fucking punches it. Okay, some ass. Wait, you're punching the octopus, not Laszlo, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just imagining Laszlo as the octopus. And guess what? That's going to be a whopping 11. Okay, minus one. It's a 10, Damn. but choose an extra effect. Um, oh, I'm inflicting terrible harm. Uh, okay, so what is the full harm of your double harm attack here? Oh... That is going to be four. Wow. <laughs> what a good amount of harm. <laughs> so, 
So you, what does this look like? It's on the wall. You're just running up and punching it as hard as you can. So literally, Hachiko's pre- his um, supernatural speed just goes into it. Just intense anger as I look at Laszlo. I just basically zoop right in front of the octopus and making a spear fist with his right hand. He just shoves it straight into its head. And you, yeah, you, you're holding it against the wall and you see your hand starts to like break through its skin into the meat of it as you're like punching and then clawing to get a better grip. And it's like writhing around you, looking like it's in its death throes here. And as you're pinning it against the wall, you feel tentacles wrap around your throat and you're going to take two harm ignore armor as it just starts to squeeze around your throat. It is pinned against this wall right now by you, but it is also choking you out. And all of you all of you can see this in the, the dimming and brightening light. They're just up against the wall, kind of pinned against each other here. What do you do? I have an idea, but I don't want to go decisions. Yet. Let's go. Just shotgun blast, kicking the ass. Take okay. your medicine. Roll, roll kick some ass. You're going to run up while uh, Hashka's holding it against the wall. You got a pretty good hit here. I'm not going to give you the minus one because he's holding it down, so just roll flat, kick some ass. Word. Take that. I sh... Still take damage. Right. <laughs> you do still take damage. Where's my kicks and ass on here? Right, so you just, uh, what is your harm for your shotgun? Three. Three. Wonderful. So you run up as Hachiko's holding this. You see him being choked. And you aim your shotgun kind of at center mass here, right? Yeah, and, I, and I'm repeating, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And as you pull the trigger, <laughs> this room just ignites in light and sound as you all are just kind of momentarily disoriented by this loud shotgun blast. And the octopus slumps down in this fleshy mass onto the ground. Hmm. And Hachiko, you look at... Um, Leonidas, right? You, you, Leonidas shot him with the shotgun. Yeah. And these tentacles around your neck are now loose from the body. And one starts to drop and then the other twists quickly and lassos itself around your neck, Leonidas, and begins to choke you, removed from the octopus's arm. And you're going to take two arm, ignore armor, as it's just squeezing you. Damn, if I, that was a, a not ignoring armor, I would take no damage. But that's fine. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the damage. Not many people have armor on their neck, so... Yeah, I'm a big you know. boy. I like... Yeah. I like. I, I mean, not tentacles on my neck, but like, you know. Anyways. Uh, not, the not rest the of you point. in this room can see the <laughs> slumped octopus seemingly dead on the ground, but there is this one tentacle now just hanging off of Leonidas with the end of it wrapped around his neck. What do you want to do? Uh, 
I am going to leap forward with my hockey stick and I'm going to slash at the tentacle. Yeah, you you do that. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. You you hit it and with you you see, um, Leonidas, you feel it just release as it its muscles get engaged by getting hit by this scythe hockey stick as it just releases, <laughs> and you can all see that Leonidas and Hachiko just have these massive hickeys on their necks. Damn it! How am I supposed to explain this? And now you are all just in a room, silent in the darkness as the light begins to brighten. You can see just this exploded body in the chair and this slumped octopus body in the corner. Yeah. Once you go punches the octopus a couple more times, just for good measure. Yeah, I it's dead. At, I, I you look can the tell with punching it that it is dead. <laughs> I look at the rest of my teammates and I start doing visual inspections on everybody just to make sure they're fine. Chico needs healing. Chico needs yeah. healing. Juniper is kind of in the dark, uh, but you can see that she, other than a bump on the head, is pretty unharmed. I'm going to call out to everybody and I'm just going to be like, hey, let's, uh, let's gather around the distress beacon. Uh... I'm going to start doing first aid. Uh, if you need something, just... Yeah. Uh, Juniper, may I ask a favor of you? Sure. Uh, can you turn this damn thing off? This light's giving me a headache. Yep. I was uh, on my way there. I just had to get up from the floor. And she gets up and... Uh, heads over to the beacon with her sonic screwdriver and um, pushes the button towards the the beacon. He, he As you do her, it, oh. the uh, handle on its own just kind of pulls to the down position when you sonic it and the beacon goes dark. Hmm. Okay. Let's go. go home. <laughs> Shall we take the Yugo? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> and in case you were wondering, the, uh, the body has a name tag that says Octavo. Okay, I'm going to take <laughs> the I'm name sure tag. I'm sure you assume. <laughs> I'm going to take the name tag. There. Yeah, it just rips off. It's like uh, sewn in to his uniform, but yeah, easy I to tear. I didn't think about it until just now, but we should have also taken the name tag of the other one, too. Just for proof. <laughs> on your way back, for sure. Yeah. Just for proof, yeah, on the way back out, I, I'd like to yeah. grab that. Um, yeah, if you're all headed back out, you can make your way back down into the main hub. Yeah, I, and I, I want to say, I look at Cass and I'm like, I fucking love the Yugo. You can tell he's visibly excited that he gets to get in. <laughs> he's like, I don't normally get to get in these because I'm way too fucking big, but this is wonderful. <laughs> Are you all making your way back into the infirmary room? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, you uh, get down into the main hub. Um, the lights are all still off from when they turned off on your way up. Uh, but you make your way down to the main hub and you can see the light on from the infirmary room that was on previously, silhouetting Mark. And the doors closed as he left it. I envision the guy from that's like hiding out in the Yugo like we walk up to the Yugo and you hear like 
um, really loud um, <laughs> real ha- housewives of like Orange County or something. <laughs> I love it. I, I think as we're we're heading up, there's a. I think um, Lasso takes him away. He uh, he stops. He goes. Wait, uh, wait, is it Jupiter? Juniper. 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 Yeah. Can uh, can you make him forget what he saw? I really don't want to kill the guy. He's had a rough life. He's gonna have a rough life. He's probably still gonna be working for the library. I think I can try. The Chico just reverts back to dog form, goes inside the Yugo, does the typical dog thing, walk, goes around in the circle, looks up at you guys, and then just... Before that, (laughs) you are all standing outside of the main hub. You haven't gotten into the infirmary Oh, no. The Chico just reverts back to dog form anyway. He's just, I'm done. I thought you were having this conversation outside of the thing, not where the guy can hear it. No, 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 we were. We were. Yeah, yeah. So you were all in the main hub to the left of you is the infirmary and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we going in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You sonic the door open to the infirmary and everything was just as you left it. The Hugo, I almost said Hugo. The Hugo <laughs> is sitting in uh, on a crushed infirmary table in the center of the room. <laughs> she taps uh, the the handle twice. As you do that, I need you to roll plus tough for me, Juniper. Okay. It's a good thing that Hugo is in there. Then we have to look for Ron. I got a two. (laughs) Oh. So you all see uh, Juniper walks up and goes to tap the handle. But her hand doesn't touch the handle. You tap something very fleshy, and as you do, you all see coming out of camouflage a smaller blue ringed octopus holding on to the outside of the Hugo. Latch onto it, and its tentacle is holding on, seemingly trying to get in. And I need you, Juniper, to take one harm, ignore armor, and I need you to mark your unstable box. No. Okay. Oh. No mas bueno. And as you just kind of feel a little nauseous and start to look around at your companions and their faces start to warp and change and the room around you the walls kind of drop away and it's like you're standing in the middle of an open field all of a sudden and everyone else you can see this octopus latched on to the Yugo and you see Juniper's eyes just her pupils expand she just, she just kind of stands her? there dumbfounded in front of the car what do you all do? Uh, I'm going uh, swords out, chopping yep. this, chopping this fucker up. Roll kicks and ass. Also, is this like an acid trip? I'm, I'm assuming. Kind of sounds like. A yes, bit. the blue ring octopuses are uh, very poisonous. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, wonderful. Venomous, one could say. All uh, of the above. 
fucking shit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you know what? I'm burning my luck. I don't give a fuck. I'm burning the luck. I will use my one and only luck point well, for this shit first. right now. Hold on, roll first. No, no, no. I rolled a five. Oh, okay. I, five. I didn't see. Yeah. Wait, 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 don't burn the luck yet. Because I can help out. I can try to help out because I feel like he... That'll only I, get me to a six. I need a yeah. seven. No, no he need to get seven. you to a seven. Yeah. Oh. Because I have helping hand. Yeah, try. Roll help out. What are you yeah, doing to help out here? I th- I think he's... Ru- it's um, Lazo rushing forward with a hockey stick and trying to... to buy, basically trying to... Um, He's slapping at it, not to hurt it, but try to push it back to give Leon, uh, Leonidas more of a chance to okay. sh- game. I accept it. Roll help out. All right. This is my worst fucking nightmare right now, guys. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get? I got oh, a four. Yeah. Okay, oh, I'm, yeah, burning four. I'm burning the luck. I'm burning, burning the luck. luck. I'm burning the luck. Wait, uh, wouldn't I have to burn the luck? Because I'm the one who rolled to help out. No, I want to burn the oh, luck no. to make my roll a 12. Or can I'm I fine with doing do that? that. That's not really how it works. Oh, he is now failing at exposing himself to the troubler danger. You kind of get away scot-free on this one. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, fucking shit. Laszlo, as you run up, Oh, no. Almost stopping you in your path, one of these tentacles just juts out straight and simply just presses against your face, holding you back. And I need you to roll plus tough. All right. Oh, shoot. Plus tough. Nine. Wonderful. I need you to mark your unstable box. You don't take any damage. And you feel your extremities, your hands, your feet, just all start to go numb. There's no paralysis or anything, but I'm going to give you plus or minus one ongoing to try to do things quickly or with your hands because you're just kind of losing feeling in your digits and your arms. Okay. What do you all do? I'm going for it again. Yeah. Kick some ass. Minus one. I'm going for it again. Can't wait to see it. Please, dear lord. Fingers crossed for you. Tentacles okay, crossed. burn the luck. Burn the fucking luck. That's okay. A burn the fucking luck. I'm not you no, I'm not, not taking today. I'm not right, taking no. I'm not taking a chance. I got choose I, an extra you, effect. That's ten plus. plus one plus plus one harm. So that makes this plus uh five harm uh Holy. My katana. Five harm and holy. I don't think holy does anything, but I just have to throw that in there. <laughs> in case this thing is weak to, you know, radiant. <laughs> so this tentacle is holding um Lazlo back, and you just take your katana and slice right through it. Yeah, and it drops to the boy. ground. And you can start oh. to see from where you cut a new tentacle beginning to grow almost oh, immediately. F- fucking Don't shit. Fucking and, shit. <laughs> My holy doesn't stop that? <laughs> nope, it does not. It's not a and demon it was octopus. Fire! You feel one of its other tentacles 
wrap around uh, your arm, your off arm for your katana here, the one you're not using for the main force, and it just yanks on it, almost dislocating it from your body to the point where you take three harm. Okay, do I need to roll tough or no? Nope, not for this. Uh, Yeah, you do, because it's touching you. Good call. Thank you for reminding me. Go ahead and roll tough. You're going to take three harm. It's not ignore armor. Oh, it's not? Okay, good. Because I was going to say, if I take any more damage, I'm dead. That that put me... me Go ahead and roll tough. Oh, God. Come on, baby. Daddy needs new shoes. That's a nine. A nine? Uh, Well, your unstable box is already marked, correct? Yep. Okay, so you don't have to do anything with that. But what you do see is your neck starts to swell up a little bit and you can all see saliva just starting to like accumulate out of their mouth and just start to dribble down onto the floor like you can't help but excessively salivate right now. I'll take it. I can still function. Yep. What do you all do? This octopus is uh, holding you all right. You can still act, Cass, by the way, Juniper. You are just going to need to act under pressure to kind of find your bearings here. Or uh, something else to help you find your bearings. You're not, you're not stopped from doing anything. You just have gone away for a moment mentally. Question uh, for you, Cap. Sorry, Cass. No, you're good. I don't really have anything. <laughs> just a question, okay? Because mm-hmm. this is Leonidas's worst fucking nightmare. Uh, okay. This is not how things go. This is not how things go. Leonidas is. Has one taken too much damage, but his friends are getting fucked up, and this just does not like Leonidas is pissed right now. This does not fucking stand whatsoever with him, and he just wants to yank this fucking octopus off. He does not give a shit about himself right now. He is just seeing red. I want to roll no limits to just yank this octopus off and throw it on the fucking ground and pin it to the ground with my boot. If that's a possibility. I think what you're looking for here is kick some ass uh, with a extra effect of force them where you want them. Okay, I like that better. But let's, let's let Juniper do something first, and then we'll come back to that. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Juniper? Um, I fucking... I guess I can try to shoot them. Because that's pretty much all I've got as far as attacks go. I want you just to roll a sharp roll here to see if you can kind of find your bearings in this hallucination. 13. Yes, you are. You know this isn't right. You know that you are in a satellite underwater in front of the Yugo. You're not in a field. You're not on vacation. This is serious. (laughs) And you just kind of shake your head and you can all see her pupils retract. Okay. And then go ahead, kick some ass if you want to shoot this thing. Okay. So, and it's is it holding me? Right? You said no. It. You just touched oh, it. Uh, if you touch its oh, skin, it's okay. not a good day. It was holding okay. on to the handle of the Yugo. So she wants to do a backflip away from it and then awesome. like shoot <laughs> it. <laughs> I would say it's more of a back tumble as you're in kind of tight quarters, but I'll yeah. allow it. And then go okay. ahead and roll kick some ass minus one. Okay. A 
fuck. I fall on my face. Uh, <laughs> no. I got a four. A four. All right, so you get your ass kicked instead. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, what's going to happen here? As you go to shoot, and it moves in such a manner that is so inhuman and strange out of the way of this bullet and off to the side and then quickly towards you and one of its tentacles extends and just wraps around your neck. You're going to take two harm, ignore armor, and I need you to roll tough again. Okay. Nine. Oof. Wonderful. So I need you to mark unstable, but you already have. So for as far as poison effects go, you are fine. You also start to feel this almost lack of like coordination. Like you go to raise your arms to rip this tentacle off your neck, but your arms are just slower than you'd like them to be. And now all of you can see that this octopus is holding Juniper up against the wall, choking her. What do you do? Are you gonna try to? <laughs> you want to try to do your thing now? You kick some ass. Yeah, I want. I'm like, I see, like it has the vault yep. even, like it. Yeah. Mm-mm. This All is right, full bump. This is, this is full bump. Panic Leonidas right now. Yes. <laughs> Minus one. Yes. Eight. Julie. I'm willing to take the harm. Let's do Julie. this. I look at this. I, I look over at the octopus, and I'm like, "You, Hello. bitch!" What are you doing to it? Thank you. I'm grabbing Do this you know thing off okay? of Cass's. Like, oh shit! Oh no! Touching uh, it. Yeah, I'm gonna touch it, but also like I have to be careful not to rip it off too hard, or I'd risk like playing like Juniper's neck. So. In right. grabbing it, you're not doing any damage to it. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I, I want to get it off and get it on the ground. Okay, like, so underneath my let's negate what I just said since you're not attacking it in any way and just roll act under pressure, minus one, to try to rip it off and put it on the ground. Cool, I actually have a good... I, I, I have a good cool. This should might be okay. Let's hope. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? I got a chin. But that minus is one. So a nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am going to give you the options that we used before for the other octopus for this. And I want you to choose one. You remain on your feet. You can breathe. Your arms are free. You don't lose anything. No more tentacle porn for the night. Uh, um, but you know what? I mean, it might be the best option. Or you are going to get it on the ground. You're going to achieve what you wanted to do, and you're going to be keeping it in place with your body. But let's these do three of these things will feet. be true. Let's let's you stay, stay on, on my feet. feet. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably the. Like the like, if I want to keep it underneath my feet, yeah, and minimize bodily contact. Yeah, so you have it underneath your feet here, and its tentacles are wrapped around your wrists and wrapped around your face. But you can all see that the main 
center part of this octopus where the head is and everything is pinned to the ground by his feet. And I need you to uh, roll tough since you're touching its skin. All right. Fucking hell. Do, has anybody else come up with a plan? Because I am. I this is this is the extent of what Leonidas yeah. has right here. <laughs> well, I was hoping you didn't get wrapped up because the idea was to just shout to open the Yugo and Hachiko dive and grab you guys, and we can just jump in there. But you're wrapped up now. That's a nine. Are you already unstable? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. You just feel your chest starting to get tight like you're getting ill. Oh, fun. And it's getting just a little bit harder to breathe down here as it is uh, wrapping its tentacle around your mouth and face. All right, everybody else. Um, At this point, Juniper, you are released from it as it's been ripped off of you. You can breathe. You're fine. Um, Everybody else is kind of standing around this room with the Yugo. And this octopus is pinned to the floor. <clears throat> I have a crazy idea. I love All crazy right. ideas. Is there a fire extinguisher in this room? No. Satellites okay. would not have a fire extinguisher as it is something that can explode. Okay. okay. In space, which is bad. We don't want explosions in space. No boom boom. Right? Yeah, not like a traditional okay. fire extinguisher. There's probably like a... I don't know. I don't know anything about satellites, but I know that there's not stuff that can explode in them, so I'm going to say okay. no, there's not. You all have oxygen tanks. According to Wally, there is. Let me double check. No, there's a reason why I'm thinking this. I agree, with, I agree with Cass on this one. And no, Wally, there are. On yes. Wally, there is. Is that like the big futuristic space station with all the People in chairs with TVs. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Well. And he dances Ooh. in the sky with Eva. Eva. Laszlo, what is your crazy idea? Oh, okay, okay. So it actually wait. They actually do have, and okay. they do. They, they have steel two spraying gas extinguishers. Similar enough. I'm down. What's your idea? I want to I want to rush over, grab the, the extinguisher, and I'm just going to spray down this octopus and hope I make it. I basically choke. I, I freeze it out. Right? Use use the. Uh, they're usually it's, it's usually. A, I want to. I want like to stun wanna, it. I'm trying to stun it. Yeah, because it. Okay. Because it should be cold blooded if I remember octopi. Yep, they are cold blooded, unless oh, they man, modified the that too. Hmm. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, I need to some pressure. <laughs> yeah, don't give me ideas. Let me stop right now. <laughs> and give me a minus one on that act under pressure since you're in tight quarters. Ow. I'm burning a lot. Okay. On a 12 plus on act under pressure, you do what you set out to do. So Woo. you r- run over to... Um, the wall here and you release this fire extinguisher and under under Leonidas's foot you just begin to spray this thing and this cloud just kind of covers the floor up to like a foot in this room and it's silent for a moment and 
as the smoke clears, you see this octopus is just kind of stuck in place. It's got this like frosty expression on its pupils. And Leonidas, as you kind of move your body a little bit, the arms, the muscles are so tightened, they're like rigid. So you can kind of bend slowly, get your body out of its grasp here as you kind of step away. And you can all see this octopus just in the middle of the room, frozen extensively. Nice. Let's get in the Yugo. Let's go. Yep, is with that moment, uh, Hachiko, yeah. with his speed, runs at full speed and scoops up Laszlo and Leonidas and heads for the Yugo. Yeah, you all get in, and um, Mark is kind of... His name's not Mark. Leaf is kind of startled as you open the door. He, like, has popcorn in his mouth and kind of drops some all over <clears throat> himself as he's watching something on the tablet here. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's be very oh, evil to this octopus oh, right now. Oh, guys, what's going on? You guys ready to go? Uh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. I'll scoot I, up. I Hold think on. Because we're, we're getting ready to go, I think for one, one last move, I feel like Lasso's going to uh, use one burn and anything from from inside the Yugo the target to say, because here's the thing about if you really freeze something, if you make something really cold, then make it something really hot, it becomes brittle. Yeah, what is this, uh... gonna like hurry and jump in the driver's seat and go, yeah, do whatever you want, hurry up, and she starts pushing buttons. Yeah, uh, Laszlo, I'm not gonna make you roll for this. Just tell me what you do here as before you hop in the uh, Yugo. I, I, I'm I'm just dialing up the uh, the app and I just hold it down there and I'm saying, uh, who's the one that died that we know died again? This is Mark, so we know Leaf died and the other one. No, Leaf, you have Leaf. I, I, I said it wrong just a moment ago and corrected myself. Okay. Mark oh, okay. was the one you found first, and Octavo was the one in communications, and this is Leaf. He, he, just, re, he just points the phone back at the, the frozen squid and goes, this is for Oct- Octavo and Marky Mark. <laughs> He's burning everything <laughs> on it. <laughs> And then yeah, we you, jump in, and then we yep. disappear. So, yeah. As, uh, it's, it's, does the Yugo disappear like the TARDIS? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you see these runes burn into this frozen octopus on the ground. And I think as the Yugo is starting to <laughs> vorp, 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 start to fade away into nothing, the arms, the tentacles of this octopus just start to slowly creak and then break and fall to the ground one by one, just kind of all around the mass of this octopus as it starts to crack and fall to pieces, basically, mm. as the last bit of the Yugo disappears and there's just a cold <laughs> silence in the room. And I think what we see after you all leave is the camera starts to slowly pan out of that infirmary room back into the core module and then through that door to the right where all of it is crashed and the door is locked and there's water outside it the camera almost goes through the door so you can see what's beyond it into the ocean here and what you see hanging from 
all of this broken satellite in the water are these beautiful, almost glowing, what look like grapevines hanging down. And as the camera gets closer, you can see these aren't grapes. These are soft eggs. And inside of each and every one of them is this tiny octopus. Baby squid! That's where we'll end it. That was so fun! Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, that was great. You solved my octopus puzzle, everybody. (laughs) That was awesome. That was wonderful. Thanks for uh, playing. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. You're welcome. Like, like I said, yeah, you're always welcome to run a run a one shot on our show. That was so fun. I haven't run a game in so long. That was uh, a lot of fun for me. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I hope you all had fun too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry for what the library does to you for not killing that guy, but you guys can work <laughs> that out in your own narrative. Probably <laughs> <laughs> will be fine. Moped. Be fine. <laughs> <coughs> Ooh. All right. All good. What do we need to do to sign off here? Uh, I'm gonna hand over the talking stick back to Sean. All right. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, well, it naturally does it when everyone needs. But, cat, uh, yes. How about you let your listeners know where they can find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Role Players, Reaction Cry, Talk Anything with Cass, Four Friends in a TTRPG. Uh, soon uh, we'll be having episodes of From Savage City coming up. And yeah, that's where you can find me. And if you want to hear more of me, I'm sure you do. You can find me on Shrimp and Crits. That is Crits with a C. We're on all the social medias at Shrimp and Crits. And if you want to get in touch with me personally, I'm on Twitter at Captain Crits. Shrimp and Crits is an actual play podcast, much like this, where we play Monster of the Week. It's a really good podcast. And I. Yeah, it is. I, in fact, oh, yeah. Ian let me borrow the term from the thing to describe the creatures in this this uh, this campaign. Is uh, chronicled is also what's named for the people come up from reality, from uh, fiction. And if you did look around that core module living space, you would have found a copy of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Because I did try to run away a little bit back to your narrative stuff, but (laughs) you guys are more punchy than lucky, and I appreciate that about you. It happens sometimes, okay? It happens. Thank you all for playing so much. I had so much fun. That was fantastic. Thanks for having me. Welcome. It was you, Kath, but you already know that. Aw, <laughs> oh, I love you guys. I really do. You guys are so great. 